mess with Jack's stash. Because I don't know, Chris Hey, Patriots fans, if you want to see Toyota's best offers, including those not seen on TV, go to buyatoyota.com. It's Toyota's official website for deals from the official vehicle of the New England Patriots. Let's go, places. What's up, everybody? Maddie here. Content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original podcast. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. I don't think he did anything, quote unquote, you know, dramatically wrong. Yeah, who among us haven't had a speed for our rest up? No, <laughs> Rose has already rip. gotten it thrown at it. It's funny. Yeah. So what else we got? Who's to say we he was speeding? Uh, you lose us. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Dolphins to cover, even though it pains me to do so. What's your problem with Miami? Well, I hate the Dolphins. They're in first place. I don't can't well, have they're, that. They're not. And they're so smelling they're themselves. If you're a pro better, this is a game that you fade and shelf. I was thinking that. Can you talk that through? Like, what does that mean? Fade the game meaning like you, know, you don't well, touch and, it and you put it on the shelf you wouldn't have heard of it no no because i just made it up before my time yeah no i just made it up <laughs> with the spread spread 37 26 and one how's my ass taste oh <laughs> this is patriots unfiltered presented by toyota's official website for deals by a toyota.com all right it is tuesday here at gillette stadium and uh, it's Deuce, it's Tamara, Paul, myself, Matt in the booth. A little different Tuesday than normal here at Gillette Stadium. Normally Tuesday is the Patriots' uh, day off, but football decided to change things up a little bit this week. They gave them Monday off, and Tuesday they're back at it like it's a normal Monday-ish, but they don't usually practice on Monday either. I think it's a walkthrough. Yeah, though, it's a so. walkthrough. So I don't know what today is, but there's... Installing a new offense? Yeah, maybe? there'll be know. media availability yes, later in the blocker Fair room. Fair to say, just yeah. odd. Yeah, it's do just you, odd. Do you think this is part of the star, start all over that Bill Belichick mentioned in his post-game yeah. press Yeah, my, my first thing, and I don't know this again, please, people, I'm just speculating... Please. That after the game, he felt that I need Monday to sit with my coaches. Yeah, I think so. So give 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 us a day, and then you guys come back. I think that I, that's what I thought too. I also yeah. just wondered if there's a small factor playing into it of the Raiders playing last night, and maybe I don't know. That that's probably not the case, but I just wondered. Oh, if that you know might what? Be any any Deuce, kind of that's that yeah. you know like we need to. Yes, we're not. We, that we, makes we sense. got to get this game. We're not really ready for the game plan. I don't know. I yeah, mean, maybe. we need to see what it they makes do. more sense to me that they needed a day to like regroup, no, really no, look but at things. I think and, all of the above. But they've yeah. never done that before. No, even when there's a Monday yeah. night well, game that they're. I think it's the playing. the reset thing. Yeah, and well, plus know, they're leaving on Friday for Vegas, yep. so that might have something to do with it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's, it's everything's upside down right now. Yeah, yeah, I think it's more about what the state of the team is right now and. Yeah what bill said you know we need to start over all of us we need to figure it out and i do think what what freddie sort of speculated like i need some time with my coaches i think that's what it was mm-hmm. and i and i think there was some serious um you know i, I think it might have been one of those deals where bill said okay i got i got everybody here uh we're open to all suggestions there's no such thing as a bad suggestion let's hear it what do you guys think how do we how do we do this what, what's our steps and I think that they probably took all of the information that everybody provided and they decided what direction they were going to go to. Now, Bill O'Brien talked today, about an hour ago, and they were asked if he expected Mac Jones to remain a quarterback, and he said he did. I do. I, I do. do. I do expect him to remain a quarterback. So taking that at face value, 
that maybe that's not one of the changes they're going to make. But I do think they thought long and hard about it. If they're not going to do it, I think it was close. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like that. I mean, I I think in some ways people talking about that Mac might need a reset day or just get him out. I mean, I think that there is some benefit to that sometimes, um, you know, in, in other sports at least. But Bill O'Brien wasn't having that. He just said, look, you know, you get your reset time on your day off. Um, so, Dan, here comes Evan back from this practice. So we'll see yeah. who was out there. I yeah. also – I don't know if, if starting Bailey Zappi on Sunday would – help Mac at all like I think you know for some people they respond well to adversity and they see like I'm gonna work even harder to get my job back for him I don't know if, especially with, with what happened last year if that would help him. yeah I mean I, I just I got that's the, a good thing yeah the, the point yeah. of of you know getting up in the stands and watching just a big picture perspective not having the pressure on you and you know maybe just realizing like oh I do have a little more time than I'm realizing though you know I get that but it doesn't sound like they're really interested in uh, Evan Evan Lazar. Evan has returned from practice. Evan has returned from practice. Yeah, Evan has returned from practice. What was the mood? Who wasn't there? What did he see? All right, Evan, this is a kind of an odd time for you to be back from practice, but nevertheless. A rare Tuesday practice for the Patriots, I think. It's warranted given the last two weeks of what we've seen, but uh, some good news to start. Number 11, Tyquan Thornton back at Patriots practice on Tuesday. It's going to be a light day, walk more like a walkthrough type practice. So I, I think some of the guys that were injured or on Sunday were not at this game or not at this practice, I should say. And uh, I, I wouldn't look too much into that quite yet. Let's see what it looks like tomorrow if they're back in pads and are really practicing to start the week. But Tyquan Thornton back at practice and then not spotted. Um, Mike Onwenu with that ankle injury. Uh, the two guys that are in concussion protocol, Juju and, and Demario Douglas. And then obviously Matthew Judon, who remains on the active roster for some reason. So uh, those are the four guys that weren't there. But okay. a little bit of Good news, I guess, uh, that Taekwon's back out there. Like you said, we'll see tomorrow because walkthroughs, a lot of times guys that aren't yeah. going to play are just stand, are at walkthroughs. But they wouldn't have had him out there if they – because now this starts the clock even though it was a walkthrough. I don't, I don't no? believe that's no, accurate. If but no. if it is they actually may have a changed it. If it's a walkthrough, it might be like Evan's talking about where uh, it hasn't. But I would expect the clock to start this week. I mean, I yeah, it certainly seemed like by all accounts people expected it last week. Yeah. So yeah. – by, by the way, I Matt, wouldn't be surprised if he's. Back. Who's the last person who sat in this chair? Courtney Cox. I mean, just like media. pills. Oh, nice! Like, is, is she taking quaaludes taking or something? They look like what's going on? I like on how here? you threw that out there on the air. That was that was, you know, just that was she just, takes a variety just, of anxiety pills. Just, she mentioned just a quarter. Oh, really? Oh, so she talks about it on the air. So you didn't just oh. out her as a pill popper. Those I are, like it. Those are pretty big ones. Yeah, they're big. <laughs> they're big pills. Maybe it's Midol. I don't know. Horse, oh. horse pills. Yeah. This has gone off in yeah. a number of different Midol, directions. Good, Tamara. It's a pretty large one yeah, so, as well. So here's, here's like the size of it, half of it. This is only half. Maybe it's Jardians. Oh, wow. If you take once daily Jardians. I thought they might be like Nothing Tums or something. Nothing is everything. But, but You've like been a, on that today. There's the, like a prescription oh, thing okay. on it. Uh -oh. So uh -oh. I don't know, man. Take a picture of it. We'll ask her. Yeah. <laughs> Tag her on social media. Yeah, we'll, we'll get rid of that. <laughs> Somebody will zoom in and say, oh, my God. They're on drugs. Yeah. Um, Why is Fred on birth control? <laughs> <laughs> he's not ready yet. When he's yeah. ready, he'll. Um, I do have one message to remember for Patriots fans who oh. say they're embarrassed by what's going on. Are you going to take it to camera three over here? Yeah. <laughs> Better 
to have been a dynasty and fallen than never to have been a dynasty at all. Uh, that's all I can say. I can't really argue with that. That was poetic. Wise yeah. words. I can't really. I mean, how can you have an argument with that? Right. Mm-hmm. So just remember, you, you, you've all seen. All great dynasties you've seen, Right. The you've Romans. seen some pretty good times. <laughs> right now, maybe this is, you know, uh, the exact opposite, but it'll get better. And, you know. Sparta. Well, this is, I mean, <laughs> it's it's interesting. It's new. It's, I don't want to say a struggle, but, you know, it's. It's a whole new perspective, and I feel like, you know, for our jobs, if you can do it now, you can do it anytime. like, you know, when everything's kind of up against you at this point in the season, and hopefully things will turn around, there'll be some positives to, you know, but you also just want to, like, produce content that doesn't sound like you're like, hey, isn't everything great still, you know, like, no, you got to read the room. To, yeah. As always, we and need to be honest, you know, yeah. balanced, and fair like yeah. I, on this. I led my show. notes this week, it just posted this morning, with the, the notion of trying to find a way to start over. Like, yeah. like Bill, What does that mean? Like Bill said, what, what does that really entail? And I'm, I'll be the first to tell you, as I said Sunday, I don't have any idea. Yeah. But I just threw a couple of things out there. Uh, the fan's not taking it well. I would love to. <laughs> Go tap, away with that nonsense. I would love to tap into, like, maybe, like, a Golden State Warrior fan or a Laker fan. But it's I feel like, is it different in the NBA when you kind of – they're more like individual player fans too. Yeah, you know? yeah, maybe. Like it's like when not, the Lakers not around lose, here, the Celtics are the dynasty. Just so you know, fair. We didn't well, we not. didn't win half of our titles when we were playing for somebody else, like the Lakers did. Yeah, yeah. Let's not go there. I just no? think the thing <laughs> Celtics the, have the dynasty. The thing that's hard about it is just that there's so many things to point the finger at yep. that you just kind of get in conversations or arguments with. Well, I'm pointing the finger at Mac. Well, I'm pointing the finger at Bill. Well, I'm pointing the finger at the offensive line. Well, I'm pointing the you finger at the lack of stuff. You know, and around and around, around all we right. go. I yeah. know, and they are yeah. all right, but it's like you never really get anywhere because you just kind of go around in circles and say, yeah, it's all been basically terrible right now, and there's not really one thing or even really one player at this particular moment to, to trump it, but, you know, 13 games left, so. I like how you brought that up because, you know, I, when I think of starting over, I think you have to do that when you have all three phases playing horribly. It's like special teams. It's like you can't even, like – say that they played well you have high snaps low snaps bad punts missed field goals like there's nothing complimentary about this team right now nope. it's like who can bring a spark you know like that's what i'm kind of just waiting for right now is like could somebody step up and bring a spark like i'm you know i'm not expecting anyone to really do it but there's a void right now you know with judon out and, and gonzalez we saw last week i mean they had you know two sacks one was basically a blown block the other was you know they blitzed miles Bryan off the edge and he eventually got to him so you know no pressure it's just Who's going to step up and make a statement? You know, some kind of game. Is it Ramondre Stevenson? Paul was talking a little bit about him before the show. Does he all of a sudden, you know, get going and, you know, come on, let's climb on my back? Like, I just, I yeah. feel like they need that. They need a performance from a player right now that says, I'm, I'm going to win this game. You guys come with me. And then people start to follow him. You know, like, I, that's what I think it has to that's be. That's what makes it really hard. Like, when you're trying to identify what Bill might be talking about, like, because mm. I, I, like, I try to take Bill a little bit at face value and just say, okay. So we're going to start over. Normally that would entail you come and do your, some of your self-scouting and you sit there and you say, Evan, okay, what are we doing well? What are some of the things that we're doing well that we can accentuate more? And I don't know that there are really a lot of examples of things they're doing well. They're certainly not running it well, whether it be stretch plays, trying to get to the edge, up the middle, uh, you know, or – uh, like like I thought the beginning of the game the other day, um, and we talked about this in post game. First play, you get eight yards up the middle. I love mm-hmm. the idea of taking a shot on second and two. Fred, you and I have been complaining about the quarterback sneaks to just get the first down. You know, okay, but it didn't work. You know, Mac overthrew. I think it was Bourne on the second down play. 
um, and you didn't get anything out of it. So just line up and run the ball and get the first down on third down. Instead, yeah. you take another shot. This one doesn't work to Hunter Henry. So not only are you going three and out, your quarterback's now 0-2, 0-2. He's not feeling good about himself at the start of a game coming off of the worst performance of his career. So, like, what exactly are they doing well that you can point to? And that's what makes it really hard to start over. Especially in a situation where three and out is like, you know that you're on shaky ground already right now with the offense. Like, what you needed more than anything last week was a good first drive, or at the very least, not a three and out. And, you know, that's what they got. I, I like the point. Yeah, I... I have a tough... I, I'm, I'm falling right? apart over here. No. Uh, I have a, a... I don't know. I have a tough time of putting what I feel into words at the moment in a respectful way uh, about the offense. Um, this is... Their film from this game is an abject disaster. I mean, you have 11 guys that I could probably point to 10 out of 11 not doing their jobs correctly on a given play. I mean, we're, and all it really and, takes is a couple. And we're <laughs> well, they tell you that ten guys could do the right thing, and one right, guy can screw right. it That's up. That's what I mean. Yeah, we're talking about from top to bottom a complete just failure of execution. Whether it's blocking execution from the offensive line, uh, quarterbacking, which we can get to, uh, receiver play, which we can get to, it's all of it. It's all of it. And I, I don't. Where do you start to start over? I mean, I think I have a, a much more, like, knee-jerk start over than what they're going to do. Uh, but they, in terms of starting over, I, I think the only thing that you can do, in my mind, is go back to that Eagles game in week one offensively where you did throw for 300 yards, you did throw for three touchdowns. And if I'm Bill Belichick and Bill O'Brien, I'm making a highlight reel of plays from Philly. The two drives in the second quarter. Yeah, but let's let's get those plays and figure out what worked, how they worked, and how we can do I, more. I, I have something to say about that. Oh, okay. Because obviously, there's your camera. No, obviously <laughs> the, the offense has gone the wrong direction. Why is that? Why did they start out better than they are now when we all thought they'd get better as we went along? And I think it comes down to the fact. I hate to say it, that they don't have the skilled players to challenge defenses. And as they put more and more on tape, other teams say, we don't need to worry about that guy, that guy, that guy, that guy, their offensive line. And it's getting easier for teams to defend us. That's why we're looking worse as time goes by, because teams know how to defend us. It, it's a broken record, and it's been three years in the running. But that's the case. Yeah. I think... You know, at the beginning of the season, okay, Bill O'Brien's there. What are the Patriots' offense going to look like? Teams really didn't know. You know, they didn't show anything in the preseason. But as we get more on tape, teams are like, oh, okay, it's the same old, same old. Yeah. Just, you know, pack the box. We don't have to worry about downfield because we can go man-on-man. -man. There's nobody here that's a that's a man-on-man -man beater, one-on-one -on -one beater. And, yeah. and, and if they have a play here and there, okay. But, down, you know, in the long term, they're not going to beat us. You know, disagree if you want, but no, this is what I, I'm seeing. I from the I think in the first let's call it two and a half games because the second half against the Jets was also bad. I Bill O'Brien and Mac did their best to keep it together. That that's my opinion, and I understand that Mac wasn't perfect and he wasn't playing like a top five quarterback. I'm not saying that, but if you just look statistically. In the first three games of the season, Mac is 17th in PFF grade. His turnover-worthy play rate is 3%, like very normal. Now he's PFF's worst-graded passer, 30 grade, 
So he went from 70 to 30. We went from a 3% turnover-worthy play rate to a 14% turnover-worthy play rate. So he he held it together for two and a half games. And I think with O'Brien's help, obviously. And I think what's so telling about it all is that it all came apart in five weeks. It took five weeks for it all to just completely crumble. And looking back at those first couple of games, I, again, I don't think Mac was perfect. I don't think he was playing like Patrick Mahomes or anything like that, but I think he was he was playing good ball, like decent football. And now he's playing disastrous football. And with the quarterback coming apart, now the whole thing is is completely unraveling. I I, I have a tough time like with it from a, a just like from the top down. No, like blaming it on a player level to me is is like when a company fails and you blame mid-level management yeah right where you're pointing at like you know the mike dussos of the world thank you supervisor mike <laughs> and, and saying like it's his fault that that we're going bankrupt right it, it's not his fault it's not mike's fault it's the ceo's fault yeah when when there's when there's such a, fa- a failure i hate to use that word but you have to across the board you gotta look above yeah you gotta look above i mean it's right Something's not getting through to everybody. It's not just one or two guys. Everybody doesn't seem to be on the same page and, you know, doing what they need to do. And, and that's now you got to look above. Do you think it's going to be even harder to get a, t- a team, a locker room to buy in at this point? Like to know that like, oh, we just, it's like hard to hear. We just have to try harder. We have to practice harder. We have Man. to. It's hard to keep hearing that because after a while it's like. Yeah. Is that even going to work? No, you need to you need a come to Jesus meeting, you know, and it's got to be Bill. And it's like everybody in the room, not, you know, defense over here, everybody and say, "Guys, who wants to be here?" Like, who cares? I need people who care. You know, we're in this together. We suck right now, but we can be better. But we all have to want to do it and be on the same page and trust each other and be accountable for yourself and you got to have that type of meeting and then you come out of that with just a single purpose because right now it's all over the place it's all over the place i i don't know how and they're gonna roll mac back out there on sunday it sounds like that's what bill o'brien told us uh this morning i don't know how i mean in terms of like the confidence of the entire team like not just the offense but the confidence of the entire team it, it is very apparent to me that nobody in that locker room is believing in the quarterback right now. And that starts with right after the game, David Andrews, well, what went wrong? Turning the ball over. Well, who's turning the ball over? Right. David Andrews isn't turning the ball over and you can't blame it on pop Douglas or Zeke Elliott fumbling anymore. Like there's one guy that's turning the ball over. So when David Andrews comes up to the podium and Hunter Henry comes up to the podium and says, what's killing us turnovers, who's turning the ball over? And then you look at the the pick six, and I know it's gone around Twitter like a little bit. The body language of the entire offense yeah. on the pick six is like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, we just talked about this for two straight weeks that we can't turn the ball over. We can't turn it over. We can't turn it over. And the second drive of the game, it's a pick six. Yeah. And Hunter Henry is standing there, palms up. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm open. Like, throw me the damn ball. And, and Tyron Matthews running the other way. 
And that is Run the thing, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that that's just oh whoa whoa what was that? Just blew yeah. my eardrums out. Uh, and I and, and I would say too the impact on the defense yeah. who comes out forces two punts you know, and then they look up at the scoreboard and they're down seven nothing. And you know I I I watch mostly just the defense back, but. And they're they're fine. Like they're, nobody's making plays, though. You know, and it's just but you they can were, just feel but they them were competing. Be, you they know, were competing. And, and, and I'm yep. a little critical yep. of the defense, yep. and I yep. admit that. No, but you're right. I don't think they have Fred's old thing. He, they have no hope. You know, they have to get belief from what's going on in the other areas of the game. And I don't think the defense was great to start the game, but they found a way to force two punts. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now they got a lot of help, but they found a way to force two punts on the first two drives. And then they get a pick six. So now they come back on the field. The next time they come back on the field, they're trailing seven nothing. They haven't allowed a, a scoring drive. Yeah. And what had happened? Yeah. Touchdown, touchdown. Big plays. Yeah. Big yeah. plays. The next two happen. times they're on the field because, and and I'm not putting this on the defense. I'm saying it's hard to play that way when you're not getting yeah. anything from the to have any belief that yep. the, that the other side yeah. is going to do something. And I want to go to what Evan said too, just about how like how the offense was looking with Hunter Henry with his palms up when Mac Jones went to the sideline. Nobody on the offense went over to cheer him up. It was Dietrich Wise who went over and had a few words with him. Yeah. And it's just – it's sad to see, like, no one came yeah. over to him. See, that's – yeah, that's – Except the, for – This is the thing it, that I wonder I, I about. Want Dietrich, I want Dietrich thing. Wise in my foxhole. No, me oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, me He's too. He's like – Yeah. But Good you guy. guys know, like, I always find it more fascinating, this kind of stuff. Like, the, I'm, I'm more into the soap opera. And yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. in the off season, people get on me for that because – you know, let's let's face it. We don't know what they know football-wise. You know, no offense. None taken. Well, so so it's to me, <laughs> right it's now, it's more know. interesting and in, in, in more uh, just so more important to sort of like how are they all fitting the together? The people. It's like stuff, when we yeah. when we talk about the picks and in, in games, and I talk about the spot. It's not about like the X's and O's. It's about well, that team had to go across the country and they do this and they did that and. Those are the kinds of th- like the external factors, and I think right now there's a lot of that going on in the locker room. And yeah. you know, I, I listen to Bert Breer, and I don't think Bert Breer is the end all be all either. Okay, I like Bert, but he let's works face hard. It. He works hard. Let's face it; not everything he reports is accurate. Nope. He he writes a lot of this kind of stuff that I'm interested in. He talked about the defense has been on Mac Jones in practice mm-hmm. for consistently making these kinds of reckless plays yeah interesting so he, this was last week heading into this game you know saying like you can't make that play that's the kind of play that's going to be an interception in the game and then he comes out and you know instead yeah. of taking the sack on on the third and six on the second drive he tries to just get rid of it and throws it recklessly into trouble and yeah. it ends up in the worst possible so I, I don't result and i think the defense is like what are we doing yeah. so i understand why hope. david andrews and hunter henry are, are acting assuming like that, that report is accurate shouldn't it be bill o'brien on his butt about that and well, are, are they babying him that's a another part of like sort of the yeah. soap opera I, I like think so was all, talking about but yeah. yeah but i think i think in some ways and i don't want to say it worse but like it's more impactful i feel like when the defense is like you know in your face i mean you'd hear that stuff a lot of how competitive things would be between brady and the old defense you know about how they push each other and all that but i think the defense is probably sick of it and every time they're getting a pick in practice they're like, this is what's happening. Like, I mean, you know, this is their chance to then rub it in his face a little bit. I, I mean, Bill O'Brien's got to do it, and that's, of course, corrections that are being made after practice. But I, it's interesting to me just that the defense Well, and that is, was another part of the soap opera was Zoe was talking about during the game. There was a time where 
evidently O'Brien. We can't see this from our mm-hmm. perch, but O'Brien sort of had his head in his hands. Yeah, there's a picture. Uh, of double face. Belichick has got his. Bill was like consoling down. him. Yeah, yeah, Bill Belichick was like seemingly okay. consoling Bill okay. O'Brien. <laughs> Mac is there. Zappy's over there. Mac and Zappy seem to have no interaction whatsoever. And at the same time, the players are like. And these are the same mistakes. He keeps making yeah. the same mistakes. And then, again, not knowing if all of this is true or not. It's all just anecdotal from afar. And then after the game, there's like an anonymous quote to whatever. Was it Fox Sports? Fox Sports. Henry. Yeah. Uh, you know, with Henry McKenna, who uh, ascribes something to, you know, ostensibly someone in Max Camp who says, what do you think we're going to do? You know, like yeah. you can't make you garbage can't, taste good. You can't good. make garbage taste good but, if you're the cook. Okay, and, but like, also, how do you think that goes over? Yeah, but it doesn't matter if it's not true. It's yeah. out there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like mentally, this team is fried right now. Yeah. I, I also don't like that quote because I'm like, you're acting well, like the, the cook quote. is doing well. Right. Like you're, you're right now. He looks like a cook in training, not a chef. Yeah. Not yeah. a five star. Well, okay, but they're, they're, chef. so like no. so in, in like, Max defense, because we're we're ripping Mac a lot and rightfully so. No, I'm but, ripping everybody. But but yeah. in, in Max defense, <laughs> this is this is abhorrent. Like they can't block anybody. Yeah. Yes, the routes are horrible. That's why I said I'm ripping. The, the guy that they brought yeah. in to replace Jacoby Myers is toast. Like I don't want to see Juju on the field anymore. No, nope. he's horrible. No, but that all, like, all you said is true. Everything's but as, true. As the quarterback, you can't be telling your camp. Could, I, I I'm oh, telling you right now, yeah. and I, I this is no disrespect to Henry. I I am re- would be really really shocked if that quote is true. Oh, then that that's terrible. Wait a minute. That's mm-hmm. terrible. You'd be shocked if the quote is true or if it came from someone that's truly in Max Camp. Because I go to the latter. Yeah. Yes. Well, and it just like, sounds there's like there's no way his agent I, said it, oh, right? One of Max's buddies doesn't think everyone around right. him is good well, enough. Well, someone, okay, someone who once met, Someone who once met Mac Jones yeah. may have said But right. I mean, if he flat out made up the quote, that's really No, true. I'm not saying that because I, I re- like, I'm not trying to, like, disrespect yeah. henry like that but as somebody that uh, can <laughs> has tried to get into mac jones's ear uh trust Overblown. me when i trust me when i tell you uh his camp is extremely tight extremely tight he's not on social media uh, he doesn't have a, gr- a big friendship circle or circle of trust it's like him there's no mr jones saying it, damn right yeah it, it's it, it's his family his parents <laughs> no and, sophie and it's, anymore and either. it's well it might yeah well, i don't know about that but and it, i like you know it's it, it's a very it's a very very small nucleus of people right. that really talk to mac and and get access to mac can we agree there wouldn't be any agent dumb enough to say something like that so I, I can't imagine. I, 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 I could imagine Max if he thought he was roommate. off the record. Okay. I just okay. feel like, yeah. you know, yeah. on, on some levels, I I feel like all of the, the blame towards Mac is totally justified. He's playing like crap. All right. His feet are all over the place. His eyes are all over the place. He's not running plays even from clean pockets. He's not seeing it. He's not uh, getting to the open reads. He's not uh, delivering the ball on time. Like all of these things are true and why I would bench him. I would sit him down because this is – you can't win with quarterback play like this, regardless of what's going on around him. You just can't. And for all of Zappi's faults, I think he's, there's something to be said for the fact that he's less broken by the situation currently yeah. than Mac. And secondly, uh, he moves around better back there than Mac does. I think, at least from I, a... I don't think there's much question that yeah. he moves around Yeah, better. he moves around a little bit better. He's a little bit bouncier in the pocket. He can kind of evade the rush a little bit more. And maybe having somebody back there that, that will you know skip to his left or skip to his right a little bit and then make the throw will help the offensive line a, a little bit. I'm not saying it's going to be worlds better and his accuracy has you know, been a real 
concern, but I don't see how Mac puts himself back together again on the fly. Like having to focus on the Raiders and Max Crosby and the game plan and all these different elements, like a a mental reset. And I know Bill O'Brien said that there's no such thing in season as a mental reset, but that that's where I would go. But at the same time, like that's scapegoating Mac for Belichick's failures. Like this is that you're, you're blaming what happened to this offense over the last, you know, whatever games it's been, you know, 20 games now, but dating back to last year on the quarterback, when the problem is really with the head coach and the general manager, like you came into the season with no tackles besides Trent Brown. You have no receivers that are worth a damn to anybody. You like you, you have an offense that is completely talentless, completely. And, you know, you go watch like the Raiders and, and the Packers, like even last night, they totally have agree. totally different ball game. Like I just watched the, the Raiders offense film and it's like, you know, they, they got different ways to attack you. They got different guys to attack you with. Like you want to double cover Devontae Adams. We have Jacoby Myers. We have the running game with Josh Jacobs. Like we have other plants up and our sleeve. Well, and we have, we have tight ends involved a little bit yeah. more yep. with, with and, and uh, we have a, a halfway yeah. decent yeah. offensive mm-hmm. line. Meyer, yeah. Right. And you know, cause cor- they haven't been able to run the ball up no, until last night. Their offensive line is terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is, I think this is the point. Yeah. yeah. You can do things with a bad offensive line if you yeah. have some skill guys that can overcome it. You know, I'm watching Garoppolo. Now they're struggling offensively, too. They don't yeah, score No, points. they don't score either. But the, it's even the fact that they don't score, like they scored 17 points in that game, and it still looks worlds, worlds better than yeah. anything the and Patriots they, they are putting on They left a lot of field. points on the – yeah. And, and you're watching Garoppolo, and he's calm, and he's seeing it, and he's progressing through his reads. You know, there's a play before the half where he's got Devontae Adams running a double move. It's not there. He comes off that, comes to the backside dig, makes the throw. Like these are things that Mac is – just not doing right now because the second that the first read isn't immediately there for him it's panic mode it's instant panic well and also there's people on top of him you know that's part but even but even when there's not like even from the clean pockets it's you know it's skipping reads it's getting to it's first read check down or first read panic like those are like the two elements of this and play before the pick six was one of those he like it, the the protection was reasonable, and I don't think he thought it was, and he kind of panicked and tried to throw a check down to Stevenson. Was that his Ish. feet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it he was, had no, it was a play that had no chance. So I, I thought he had some time. These on that things play. are overshadowing everything for me, and it's like you can get down in the nitty gritty of the offensive line and Max footwork and stuff, but it's like if the team doesn't believe in Mac or the team isn't buying what Belichick is saying, they're so they're not going me. anywhere. You're in the like, soap opera. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, I, I think but that I think that's that, that relevant. But I think I think it's totally relevant because that's. What this team doesn't look like right now. They don't look like a they team. They look that's like a team on Sunday that wasn't playing for its head coach and wasn't playing yeah, for its quarterback. Yeah. They were just kind of running out there and, and, and it just got worse. And we said it right from the get go when he threw the, the yeah, picks. And I'm not saying quit. Like, don't mistake that, that, that I said that they laid down because I don't think they did. No. But I don't think they have belief in what's going on right now. Right. And to win an NFL football game, like, you have to be all in as a team. You know, to be a great team, you have it's, to all be all in. As easy as the competing. Patriots have made it look over the last dynasty, it's hard to win football games oh, in the NFL. You see it now. It's hard you to see win. It now. It's also hard to lose 34 to nothing. <laughs> right. So when, like if you're losing 34 to nothing, like I we and myself included, we talk about the talent gap and like the lack of talent offensively. These are NFL players. Like these guys on the Patriots roster are NFL players. You don't lose 72 to 3 in a 2 week span just because you're down talent. 
compared yeah. to the other team. No, yeah. there's, it's a bigger, there's more issues right. than like, that. Like yeah. normally, if you're just short on talent, you lose like you did the first two games. Yeah. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're just right. not, we were quite good enough. Right. We they had quite a couple, plays, a couple plays better than there. Yeah. You know, they made the plays, we didn't, but. So there's only one guy right now that can write this ship, and that's Bill Belichick. He's the only, it's up to him. He, he created it. He's yeah. the only guy that can. Well, and that's that's where know. I've landed. I'm sure we can all, you know, we got a lot of calls about like fire Bill and stuff, and get. I just think he's spent the last 20 plus years building this ship. You make him walk the plank now, he's getting off easy. You know, like he's just getting out, and someone else is going to have to deal with the mess. He put this team together. He's going to have to, you know, finish this season out and 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 try to turn it around. It's his it's his mess what, what he made. It? So 13 wins is still in play. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's Twelve in a row. I, I, I understand, like from an organizational perspective, and I feel like I, I I understand this a little bit more now than I maybe did before. That the optics of firing in season a head coach like Bill Belichick, who has built this entire thing w- alongside you basically for the last twenty five years, is like a slap in the face. That's probably a, a step too far for the crafts. Like you can't. He, there's six Super Bowl banners hanging up, and regardless of where you fall on the Brady Belichick thing, he, the percentage of the credit goes to Bill. Like regardless of how much percentage you feel like it, it does, and you can't just fire a guy with that kind of cachet in the middle of the season. With that being said, the last two weeks and Sunday in particular is a fireable offense. Like the way that this oh. team performed at home after getting their doors blown off in Dallas to come out and get shut out on your home turf is fireable to 100% a, to a team any that other was coach. any other coach to a team that was beatable too it's like they they weren't out here scoring 30 points every single week either so i think that's a tough part to it it was the saints like and it I, wasn't like it was the bills and i would look at some of the different things that happened in those games like you get um you know obviously the glaring one is fourth and 3 from the 40 down 24 to nothing with 955 left in the third quarter like that to me is like and I know he's like, well, we hadn't seen anything about our ability to convert on third or fourth down. So let's, let's not try. Like, right. like, are you just pouting yeah, now? Right. Like, yep. what, and that's when I get back yep. to my soap opera stuff. Like, yep. what message does that send to your team? Yeah. Okay, the coach has decided the game is over. Now, listen, we're not stupid. We've all watched NFL games. It was 24 to nothing with 10 minutes left in the third quarter. We all felt the game was over. Okay? So I'm not telling you that yeah. it was like the most egregious capitulation that i've ever seen but to do that in a game is not normal no it felt more about you guys can't do it so you know, i'm not if, even gonna if it's try. fourth and three from your own 25 by all means punt the yeah, ball yeah but from the other team's 40 especially where you're trying to get something brewing even right. if you've I'm lost tra- the game like hey see if i can get a drive maybe we, here get, and show we some pick pride. up a fourth down with a great play and we score a really nice touchdown and we come out of this game saying it was terrible but Man, they went for it on that fourth down, and they showed some fight there. And, you know, that would be the talking point. And now you to, give the defense a way. reason to take the field and say, hey, we just scored. Let's yeah. get the ball back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I don't think the defense is near the top of the problem list, right? But they forced two turnovers all year. Yep. Right? None last Two takeaways. Three. Yep. So, you what know. Was it the Gonzalez pick? And what was the other one? A fumble. They first yeah. Marcus fumble. Jones uh, recovered Jones. a fumble yep. on uh, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, game. Jabril Peppers, your boy. Yeah. yeah. How did I you forget, forget that? that. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's that the last place, that's that's the point. Is like <laughs> if you could point to you know you're you're combing through this this tape, and if you could say, oh, like this was 
they did this consistently well or they did that good yeah. or they did what like a drive at the end of the game it's garbage time it doesn't matter but at least you could look at that drive and say hey they strung like six seven plays consecutively together and these are the plays and this is what they can do well and this is what they're you know leaning on here and in this game you just there's just there's none of that Fred, like, I'm there's old really enough to remember that. when uh, the Patriots had the uh, a couple of garbage time wins to close the 2018 season that no one thought meant anything and turned out to be their, their new identity into the postseason. Right. Yeah. You know, right. they, they found out that they could do some things with Sony Michelle and they kind of wrote that. Now, I obviously they don't do any of it without Brady because right. we all know how the games unfolded. Right. But that was how they played. They started yeah. to lean a little bit more. And that's it. I, I don't know the answer to the question what they do well. But to me, I think the number one priority has to be to try to figure out any way, some way, somehow to get Ramondre Stevenson uh, yeah, back I'd on, like to on, hope on that, board. you know, there is that type of, you know, change that can happen like in 18. But I just don't see the horses. No, I, I'm, I'm, and I'm not talking about like your, your 13 and 4. No, still I'm play. not even saying I'm that. I'm just talking about what, what I would do on Sunday is I would probably say like maybe even like let's just take Farrell Brown and just – Line them up. Forget three tight ends. Line them up at fullback and run some power. You know, yeah. like some power I, ISOs. I, I, I don't do you think that, that. I don't know if it would work. I'm not yeah. telling you that's the like the panacea. Right. I just but try at least something not, to take the pressure off of the quarterback. I, I think they are going to try to do some of those things. Like you know, the Kendrick Bourne play action pass that gained 28 yards in the second half is like a seven man protect, like max protect. Let's keep all the tight ends in and let's just hold the fort. And it's a two man mm-hmm. route combination. It, running the ball out of like fullback alignments or heavy personnel groupings and just essentially simplifying it all the way down. And, to it, that. And, and that works at times. I remember, you know, going back with Bledsoe when the old line would, would be beat up, they'd leave that extra guy in and they would do match protect and they'd have a semblance of an offense. They'd figure it out. Yeah. It just gives you less to kind of work Drew, with on the outside. With, it's because Drew was making no. it. <laughs> but it just gives you less to kind of fake out and work with and, you know, less options for Mac. It's kind of like it's all on Kendrick Bourne now. you got to get open on this one. So it's um, – And the I, Raiders I are – you know, the Raiders are just okay. I mean, they're not good defensively, period. But they're just okay stopping the run. I thought the Packers had some success last night just playing boring power football early yeah. on with A.J. Dillon. Dillon. Yeah. And I thought they had some drives. Now, they kept making mistakes. Mm-hmm. It, it was – those two teams last night, I thought, looked close to being pretty good. Mm-hmm. But you see why they're kind of middling because they keep making mistakes. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's how it, – it's like if they let the Raiders go out and score 30 – Oh, jeez. Oh, Danny, no. No, no, no. The Raiders aren't going to score 30 unless you, by the Raiders. Yeah, unless you <laughs> score some for them. But, but it just but Jacoby Myers is probably uh, going to throw a touchdown. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> they're going to at least let him try. Uh, just so you know, they were really intent on a trick play last oh, night. Oh, yeah. They tried no, a couple. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. They had a yep. pitch to Jacobs that he was going to throw it back to Jimmy, and I think it was Rasul Douglas. He made that, a great yeah, decision. Yeah, so it out. Yeah, so yeah. it was a good play by Jacobs not to throw it back. And then they had a flea flicker later yeah. that well, Josh Jimmy almost threw the, a pick. Um, Josh loves the flea flickers. The yeah. flea flickers and Jimmy, and Jimmy every was late game with they, it. Throw, they call a flea flicker. He will throw some – I mean, he's. I think he's leading the league in picks, right? Jimmy G? Yeah. yeah. He threw a bad one. I yeah, actually that thought that was a bad one. The yesterday, the one last night, I thought was more on Jacoby, not to like, oh, okay. not pointing fingers. That, the See, guy that would be the much. They better made the player. right decision, yeah, Evan. Definitely not. See, doing we haven't that. thrown any picks with Juju's fault. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I. But yeah, he. Did, I felt like yes, he, he, he drifted a little bit on the route. Oh and, man. But that Jacoby thing, it's it's. I mean, it's going to fester this week. But like, 
Just they look good again. Last I mean, night, it's 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 funny the guys like me and Evan and you know Brian Hines at that's pulpit. You know, like all these like you know, all right, all right, like all of us who were like, no, no, I see it. They're gonna split. Like all of us to a T are just like, what were we thinking? And now it's it's almost like this this one this this personnel decision is really one that I think is hanging okay. around Bill right Can now. Can we all? Agree but we that- had a guy who we drafted who was doing well, and we complained. Well, why can't we develop? Wide receivers. Well, we were in the process of that. Yeah, right. right. We and can all agree that I was yeah. anti the move, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. But so it, was I. But but I I I just thought there was no real difference between the yeah. players, and yeah, why yeah, not yeah. stick with the guy, as Fred said, that you developed, and that I had a relationship with Mac. It wasn't like, oh no, Myers is way better than John. No, 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 I didn't think that. I thought they were kind of the same guy. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> they're definitely not. And I mean, it was staring you right there in the face. And you know, I just, I, I, I still feel bad. Like you know, I never felt it was disrespectful to Jacoby, but it just wasn't truly valuing what he was. And I mean, and I said it a couple times as well. He was always productive with whichever quarterback you put him with. He was productive with Cam Newton. Well, and and that is for a he team. He found that, a way right. to, to get in in Brady's circle that's a, at the very that's end. A, that's and, a really good point. And for a team that's just like we don't really know what the quarterbacks is. It's like. You need those guys who are look. Even what whatever happens with Mac, we know we can count on Jacoby yeah. Myers plus, is going to be a solid when, two three. I know that's a negative thing around here, but but plus, you don't even have that. When now. we lost Myers, it was a double whammy. Not only did we lose one of our best receivers, we lost one of our best listeners <laughs> and his father. I hope he still listens just because right. he knows our analysis is top flight. But <laughs> I, I mean, it's 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 a, it's just a really really hard move. To, to reconcile in, in what this team needs and, you know, and also just a tough sell for Bill as, you know, Jacoby was such a model player of an undrafted guy. I think his speaking out had something to do with him. Part of the not problem. Being here. Yeah. That's part of the but problem. But I'm like, for Mac Jones, he really needed him. So I'm like, you would have just had to get over that. Because I mean, for this what? year. Right. For when, calling the offense like bad, like yeah. calling out a terrible offense. Like, imagine right. this year, Mac having him, like, knowing that he would be there. Okay, if my first read isn't there, Jacoby will be there. Like, that would have helped out. And, and Max, how many times did he say last year, like, oh, he's my best friend on the team. Like, I, he's my, you know, I hope I'm playing with him for a long time. I remember that quote specifically. Yeah. And, you know, it's just another little thing that didn't set Mac Jones he's up for just success so, this year. Jacoby is, looks so at home playing next to Devontae Adams. Yeah. Like, that's, like, where he belongs is the number two to a guy like Devontae Adams. And he's on pace for 1,100 yards. Ooh. 1100 yards wow. this year and he also just looks like his body language he like i'm in a uh, an offense with mcdaniels and yeah. Devonte adams reinvigorated. like it, it yeah. just it looks he he's got looks some swag like he's, to him i don't i yeah. hate that, yeah. I hate no, that term I, but I he you. just looks like a no pro he looks now. like an nfl receiver yep. who, sure who produces yep. yeah Yep. Yeah, yeah. That makes I, you know, I, I noticed the same thing yep. after yeah. that touchdown when he went to the bench. Yep. I, I noticed yeah. he the gave same a little thing. Richard Seymour. Yeah, a little, <laughs> a little shoulder. Yeah, I noticed that. That yep. weirdly yep. makes me wonder what it would be like if Mac had Josh and Jacoby, like both. Still, oh, yeah. I, I I like stand outside Josh McDaniels' window at the boombox. <laughs> like, yeah. please, please come home it's in your playbook by but Peter Gabriel. It's but he needs to bring back Jacoby. Like Josh will have to bring back Just Jacoby. So you know, Josh and, and Myers and Jacob Johnson. Like this after both. The bye Love it. Yeah. Love it. Bring yeah. Both back. They just you know they have a. Um, you know, with with the Raiders, it's it, it, it's a similar thing with like the quarterback. Like the like Jimmy Garoppolo is not a gunslinger back there either. He doesn't move well. Like he's not, doesn't handle pressure well, uh, but they, they get him those like intermediate in breaking routes and rhythm. And he just, 
he's able to still just ma- stand there and make some throws. Like it, it, it's just yeah, Garoppolo is just the perfect West Coast operator. I, I know that the West Coast offense is kind of out of vogue now, but that's what he's built for. Like quick release, in rhythm, accurate in the short to mid passes. Like he's perfect for that. Yeah, you know, and when he was at his best that short time when he was with the Patriots in that game in Miami where he got hurt. Up to that point, it oh. was all quick yeah. release. At, I mean, I've never. He was perfect in that game, perfect. Yeah, you know. And then he got hurt. Do you <laughs> think like Mac Jones is lacking that veteran that could like how Jimmy G was out there, calm, cool, collective the whole game, like lacking that here, that veteran voice to talk to him in the quarterback room and help him through these moments like this? Because I feel like Cam Newton was here, but like yeah. it's not the same. Well, that's supposed like to be having, your quarterback yeah. coach. You know, that's yeah. that should be Bill O'Brien. It's or Evan supposed Rossi, to be, yeah. but you know, just not having that and like there, you just the wonder like Bill O'Brien. So Bill O'Brien comes in and all this expectation with him, he's going to turn the offense around and now, you know, things aren't going good. How's he feeling? If like, I was now he's Bill worrying O'Brien's about his own future. Doing double face like, palm this, on this, this is hurting my future, my reputation. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. You know, if I was Bill O'Brien. I, I would be just furious with Bill. Furious, right, but, like but, I went into the season, they don't have a right tackle, like they don't have a right tackle. They don't have any receivers. They don't have a big play receiver, and they don't have like a go-to receiver. They don't have either one of those guys. They don't have a third down running back. Like, can they just have somebody that? On, what happened to Ty Montgomery? Like on third and two, can we just pick up three yards on a little like swing pass into the flat to James White? Nope, that doesn't even exist anymore. And that was such a huge part of this offense. Yeah, so you you don't have. Like Bill, like you talk about Mac, like being held back by the supporting cast. Bill O'Brien has got like two hands tied behind his back, and he's trying to to make water out of wine. I mean, or it's whatever. Just, well, the it just is. makes me wonder if he's been watching the slow motion car crash since he got here in the spring, and was like the draft, and he saw, you know, he saw what. Free I'm just agency. trying to like be be like calm about he this looked at the thing, offensive right? line after free agency he looked yeah. at the defense after the draft and said hey you know how about a little something how about a little something for me you know and i mean it's 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 got to be building it can't be got to the season was like all of a sudden realized oh god we have no players we that's gave why, you city sal that's no. why i brought up that fourth down play when evan said you know like this is you know a lot of this is bills making like that's why i worry about the the mentality of the team the players themselves yeah you know is everybody pulling in the same direction right now, or is there a lot of confusion? Like, this is really the offensive line he thought was what was going to give it, put us in the position to be able to be successful. Like, how does Mac Jones get a chance to succeed behind that offensive line? If you remember Andre Stevenson, how do I get? I mean, I had a thousand yard year last year, mm-hmm. and yeah. and I I wanted to to take a step forward, and I and I'm getting hit in the backfield every other carry, you know. So there's only a lot carrying of, the ball eight times. There's a lot of that. Yeah. yeah, there's uh, a lot of that. All right, uh, eight five five Pats five hundred is the a, a stick and hotline. I do. Yeah. Maybe I'll, a little I'll bit. Answer, I'll answer my own <laughs> question. Eight five five Pats five hundred web radio at pages dot com is the email address. You interested um, in uh, Van Jefferson? Anyone? Sure. Evidently, he's uh, unhappy. Yeah, he oh. didn't play much on Sunday. He's Puka Nakua. I think he's looking for a, uh, a change of scenery. <laughs> I don't know. If I want to be Puka, Puka Nakua. I, don't, like I just Pupu don't know. <laughs> I, I I like Van Jefferson as a player, and I would certainly take him on this team. I just don't know if the Patriots are in a position where they should be at. Yeah, I don't know. If, like I, like adding guys no, now is no, going to. I'd make, rather go the let, other let's, way. Let's let's get what we have going. <laughs> what well, we have on the team. Oh, I would add guys. Like no, how about we trade. <laughs> Kendrick Bourne to them, and they give us Van Jefferson back. Yeah, hmm. yeah. take that. Yeah. 
I just as long as we're not I, giving I'm up not, high high not, round draft picks I'm not for sure guys the Rams that, would, but yeah. I just I, I don't know, like the high round draft picks thing though, like you know, if you if you think you're going to be picking in the top 5, then obviously you're not p- trading your first round pick, but at the same time like they just need good players. And like to to just like count on it all coming in the draft is going to be well, a bad yeah, way to go. But Van Jefferson, I don't think would garner like a high. No, pick. the only no. like no, I'm not talking. I'm more like talking about like the Jerry Judys of the world. Like if those guys are are truly available, but like at the same time, I am just out on Bill making personnel decisions at oh. this point for this team. So like if they're gonna like trade guy for guys or whatever that is gonna mortgage the future. Like, you know, I don't want him doing that. Like, I, you know, if I'm craft, I'm saying to him, like, let's let's play out the string here and let's like hope it gets better. But we're not going to trade our a second round pick that might be like the 35th pick in the draft for Jerry Judy just to like have you save face. Right. We're to not that, doing that. Yeah, yeah. To that point, if the Patriots continue down this road, just not winning any more games and they're oh. like, OK, Bill, you can stay. Oh. But somebody else is going to be GM. Do you think you do it? No. no, no, and I have no interest in that. I got to be honest because I think, I think that's dysfunctional. Yeah, I don't think that works. I heard uh, my boys talking about that. I think they were talking about it on first take too. Um, it doesn't work, and you can't have when a you guy say it doesn't work all, at all at, at any team or no, just no, 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 because no. of Bill. Because of Bill, yeah, because okay. he's been doing yeah. it for twenty. No, 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 years. okay, right. no, that's fair. So right. then, if and I don't want him coaching those guys. Yeah, so then if you. Close the chapter with Bill. Would coaching. you want a separation that have a higher GM and then also hire a new head coach? I think so. It unless um, unless there's somebody available as a head coach who's just really earned the right to run everything. Right. I don't see who that would be, though. Yeah. My no. guess is it would be a tandem of some sort. Yeah. But um, I, I don't – I'm not interested in only, only half of Bill. I know a lot of other people think that's the be-all, end-all. Mm-hmm. I don't want Bill coaching these offensive players. If, yeah. if you're going to have an upgrade in talent, I don't want his mentality seeping into it. I, I mean, are we all in agreement, though, and I think that we are, that we do not want the, you know, once Belichick leaves, we want to put a period on the Belichick period and not try to keep some of the Belichick system no. and some of the guys well, that are around. Well, it'll be up to whoever I'm comes in. We I'm, wanna, house. I'm with you. Uh, I clean wanna, house. I, I want a new. Yeah fresh start yeah i actually want to start all over like a real start i don't know like you really don't know what's going on but like if a head another person comes in and says no no i want to keep this person oh like like who what you know i'll throw steve belichick out there not interested no the only guy that i would keep from this current staff other than like you know i I really like covington i like i like Mm -hmm. pellegrino uh if gerard mayo if you want to keep gerard mayo as the defensive coordinator and actually give him the title of defensive coordinator like that like i i I want sure i want to cut because i want to cut away from i think mike is right i want to put a period on the bill belichick period like that that era is over yeah and i want to cut now to your point, Fred, if if a guy has a relationship with Gerard Mayo or sure. even Bill O'Brien, I don't you know whatever. I'm not going to tell you I hate it, but I don't want the tie, the direct tie to Belichick. Well, plus you you, you don't want to start off the bat. Because it's not fair, and that's not a shot at Belichick. It's more like I just want to like sort of a clean slate. I know, but you like you, you hire the new guy, you're going to trust him now, and he says, you know, I'd like to keep some. You can't keep him. Like that doesn't seem right. Like no, if he no. feels like this guy can help him, yeah. Give him well, what he I, thinks that can help But him. I think just by asking the question, you're already cutting off at the pass what I'm kind of getting at. You're giving this guy the choice to keep people. And if he really wants to keep Steve Belichick, all right. But I just don't want to see 
Especially like like the extreme would be let's put Bill up. Bill's going to go upstairs and he's going to be in a football advisor Mm -hmm. role. And then we're going to put Gerard in the head coaching seat. And, you know, Steve's going to be the defensive. I I don't think anybody wants to sign up for let's just kind of shuffle the chairs. Well, Bill didn't want that in the Jets. I mean, that's what they were going to do with Parcells. He was going to be kind of advisor. And Bill says, I'm not working in his shadow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not doing that. I don't mind like Gerard may if you want to because the defense still plays hard. They still play. Uh, on a string, uh, I still think they're innovative to an extent on defense. So, like, if Gerard Mayo, Mike Pellegrino, Demarcus Covington, like, if those guys stick around and yeah. and Gerard's the DC, and and then you have an offensive minded head coach, like that's that's all well and good. The offensive coaching staff, I yeah. you know some of those guys, quite frankly, like I I would think about moving on from right now. You know, I I I, I don't know what Adrian Clem is really doing with that group. You know, it's one thing to just like put it all on injuries and say, oh, well, you know, he hasn't had, like, the best talent and he's had all these guys injured. Guys aren't getting better, like, yeah, that no. he's had. That's but my only point is such an we event. don't know who the next Dante Scarnecchia could be on this staff. I mean, Dante Scarnecchia survived many, many regimes because no, I, I get, each one I saw point. the value in him. Yeah, you I, know? Get, I get your that's point. That's fair. No, that's I fair. Get you know? point. I would rather have it not be a tie to Belichick. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I just wish, for, like— For their sake, not— like again, yeah. not a shot at Bill. Yeah. I know Bill's greatness. I, I think goes. You know, I don't think we have to spout right. his resume. But and I think too, we all we've all seen that when head coaches come from here and try to take that and be that somewhere else, that it just it doesn't work. Like let him. He did it. It was him. Now let's have a new kind of regime here. And you know, if there's some leftovers, that's fine. But I just think I think everybody. I, I'd be curious if there are people out there that you know are like, well, we have to maintain some kind of you know connection to that. I don't. No, I don't you don't know. need that. You don't have to have it. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. Let's no, I, let's let's let the guy. No, and I you don't want to throw the baby out with. The, yeah, you don't want to throw the baby <laughs> yeah. out with the bathwater. Yeah. To your point, yeah. if, if you know Demarcus Covington is you know one of the hottest up and coming coaches in the league, and everybody's aware of that, and. You know, I don't think anyone would say that the, the you know that the defensive line has been a disaster. Um, so I, I, yeah, I get what you're saying. I just wish that when they had hired O'Brien, you know, they 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 hired a new offensive line coach because they fired the last like he, Patricia was one and the same. Yeah. So they had an opening there, and then they let him bring the tight ends coach, Will Will Lying. Yep. Uh, but other than that, you know, the offensive staff is the same as it was last year. And, like, what would have happened to, with these receivers, as, as much as you can talk about the talent, if, like, Keenan McCardell was in that spot instead of Troy Brown or Sean Jefferson was in that spot? Yeah. You know, what, like, would, would that group be better? Like, would that group be different? Like, I think it's more about, like, being different than it is necessarily even being better. It's just yeah. a different coach, a different voice, a different perspective. Like, that's that room has been bad now under Troy Brown for multiple seasons. And like, we just keep on spinning the wheels with it. And I, I just wish that they had hired from out of house uh, to replace wide receiver coach. And if too. you remember, Evan brings those two names up specifically because they interviewed. Yeah. You know, way back when the whole press press right. release about yep. Yep. changes will be made and Bill yep. O'Brien had yet to sort of officially shake free and all that. I think they talked to both of those guys, right? Yep. yep. All right, let's turn it to the listeners. 855-PATS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hut line. We'll start with Todd, North Carolina. What's up, Todd? You know, I listened on ESPN, and the guy, I think it was Green, he said that, you know, if anybody has the cachet to let Bill go in the middle of the year, it's Robert Kraft. He said, I've met him lots of times. You talk to him, he's just got the gravitas. He could do it. So you guys were talking about that earlier. So I think if anybody could release Bill in the middle of the season, 
It'd be Mr. Kraft. He could, yeah, but he will not. Or Jerry Jones. Or, yeah. Jerry Jones yeah. or like 15 other owners. Yeah, he will play. not do that. No. And yes. I don't think he should. My one point right now is, do we want to fix this season and then perpetuate this cycle that we're in where we get a, mid, a Midland draft pick up there? So, you know, we got lucky with this one. Yeah, I mean, we'll you're being optimistic about getting a Midland draft pick. But do we want to do that? Yeah, it's yeah. a good question. Todd, Todd's point is a good one. And yep, this thanks, is where Todd. I think Evan was sort of touching on when he doesn't deserve to be fired based on his resume in the middle of the season. But I could understand if you make that determination because you're worried that, A, he's going to do things that aren't necessarily in the best long term for the team. And, B, he's such a good coach that he is going to figure some of these things out. And you're going to win a couple of games that you maybe don't want to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, 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 no, I'm, I know. I know. The, the more important part for me is the first part. Yeah. Like, I don't want him trading a second-round pick to your uh, point, Mike, yep. for Van Jefferson. Yeah. Because, well, that might help me win more games and I can get closer to the record. That's not – like, yeah. and I understand. Like, how is winning games and not in the best interest of your team? That's an example. Like, I also you're giving away like, assets potentially yeah. Yeah. for a short-term game that's not really going to be of value. And, and if yeah. the – like organizations like standpoint is that we're going to basically quiet tank because they're not going to ever roll on, but they're going to quiet tank. That tells me that bill is in on the quiet tank. And so when they get that top five draft pick next year and they draft Drake may who's coaching Drake may bill Belichick is. That's gonna be mad. And, and and I don't, (laughs) I got to be honest Good. with you. I have not seen any signs based off of how he's handled Mac Jones and how he's handled building the offense oh, up yeah. around Mac Jones that wants me to give Bill another try at another first-round quarterback. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's a no for me. Yeah. But you have to find something this year. Plus, like, you, know, you know, as Bill famously said about Tom Brady, based on his age and his contract, you want whoever – you if you're bringing in a top-flight quarterback, you want him – to be the future of your team, but also you want him to work with a head coach it's a great, who's the future of it's a your great team. Point. Mm. Yeah. And if that's Bill's an only going to be here for two or three more years, what are we doing? That's right. an easy spin, you know, for Robert Kraft and Jonathan Kraft to say, "We needed to to start over. We needed a new quarterback, and we wanted to make it as easy for that new quarterback to know he's going to have the same head coach." And that's right, why it also has to be, right. I, in my opinion, it needs to be an offensive right. guy. Yeah. Because then otherwise you're going to run into the situation with McDaniels where the coordinator yep. is going to leave after one year and leave you high and Paul dry. showed it yesterday. They were talking the same thing. And, and it's just, I don't want Bill developing the next quarterback. I don't want him building the roster in it around the next quarterback. He's more angry about it than I am. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, mean, I don't think he's wrong, fact, but he's more I'd angry I'd like to be able it. to slap him in the face. If I, I, I am... <laughs> I am way more, like it's inside. It is a lot more than right. even right. what I'm okay. let, letting all on right. right now. I am just. How about that's where you I'm find at. your happy place, Evan? How about, there, you think, this you is supposed bad? to be my happy place. You, you think it's bad? It. Like, you know, we talk. Someone asked me after the Dallas game, you know, is this rock bottom? And I said, no, like I I've been a Patriots fan my whole life. I've seen rock bottom. I mean, this, the, this ain't it. This two-game stretch might have been the worst two-game stretch, but the team, it can get worse. And I mean, like, yeah. ugly stories, getting out to well, the press. No, but I'm just talking about in general, like, you can lose every week. I've seen yeah. it. Yeah. I went through a 1-15 in season. Sure. Yeah, that's that's where I went, Fred, when I saw the Henry report, you know, all the substance of it aside. But 
but this is what happens when teams get yeah. bad is and, they, and they that, start and taking shots at each other and, and that's and part of the really come to bad. jesus meeting assuming it happens you got to nip that stuff in the bud oh yeah you know like but we I'm, need to be loyal to each other and be, we need to be we need to be able to trust each other yeah you know in terms of the rock bottom stuff though there are, there are some things out there so we have a meeting every tuesday and evan joked around to like what so what do we you know well caleb williams right <laughs> Do you guys know what Caleb Williams is talking about, like as a, as a possibility of him not going in the draft yeah, yeah. because he's going to he, he's going to make more money in his NIL money than he will as a rookie yeah, in LA. He's probably so he has a select few teams that he'd be willing to be drafted <laughs> by, and the Patriots ain't one of them. Yeah, you want to talk about rock bottom? Ooh, yeah. Get the number one overall pick and have the guy not yeah. declare for the draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or now I, demand a trade. Now I would I would just say Eli Manning, John Elway. It's right. happened before. I would just say you know yeah. I'll believe it when I see it with Caleb Williams. But that's the that's the story that's out there right now. Is he has a, a small handful of teams that he'd agree to enter the draft if they were in that position, and the Patriots aren't on it. It's so a, you you think really it's rock bottom when you lose back to back games? Say, Try getting the number one pick, being in position to get this guy who you think can help you finally get over. Tom Brady, and he doesn't want to play for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know that the Patriots drafted Fran Tarkenton? Yes. <laughs> yeah, and he went to the uh, NFL instead of the AFL. Oh, yeah. one of those guys. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I was uh, I was doing the mailbag today, and just you know, putting it on paper for you've had the worst playoff loss in team history. You've had the worst loss of Belichick's tenure, and then you had the worst home shutout loss of team history. Like, it isn't rock bottom yet, but it's like how many more negative superlatives mm-hmm. can we continue to stack this season yeah that's what i was saying about the raiders i'm like this this team hasn't scored over 20 points but like what if they do on sunday and like i mean it's just it's just the volume that's really starting to catch up with it all it's th- how that game ended it's mm-hmm. letting jacoby myers go it's drafting cole strange it's just there's been how many moves have been made outside of drafting christian gonzalez who kind of fell into your lap have worked out like what moves have worked out like nothing they really did last offseason has paid off Unless Riley Reef steps in and suddenly becomes, you know, the second coming of Logan. If you want to find part. like a small sliver of bright spot, like he was pretty solid in that game. All things considered, yeah, right, right, right. You know, Riley Reef I thought was probably their best offensive lineman in the game, besides maybe David Andrews. But see, <laughs> uh, let's it's all go- coming together. Riley <laughs> Reef. Right. Let's go to Donnie in Pittsburgh. Hey, Donnie. Hey, all. Thanks for taking the call again. I think when we talked last week, like a lot of the fan base, I was in a pretty negative place. Ended up talking over Evan and Paul a bit, so apologies for that. Um, but, but somehow this week, maybe with this news of Taekwon Thornton, I am uh, feeling more positive and with these changes on the offense. Uh, and I really agree with what Evan's saying when he talks about Andrew's you know, interview and the body language of Henry. Uh, they need to do something over there. Uh, hopefully it involves the kids. Um, and I just wanted to back up what Paul said in the post game. Your comment was something along the lines of it's hard to play defense this way, you know, and we're grading these guys under a microscope when the starting cornerbacks are out. Uh, but continuing my trend as the offensive drive guy, the Saints had 12 offensive drives that weren't kneel downs, and we forced punts on seven of them. One of those punts started at our own 40-yard line. Every scoring drive started at the New Orleans 38 or better uh, or came off a turnover. You know, so uh, even yeah, the field goals. That's, that, that's, know, very, that's a end. very optimistic look at that gone. game. Yeah. There was nothing good about that game. Thanks, Saints Donnie. had over 200 yards in the first half. Like, that's a, an offense that doesn't move the ball. Moved uh, it at will in the first half. Do another call. Paul's Foods here, and then we'll take a break. <laughs> uh, such a bad guy. Graham's in New Jersey. What's up, Graham? 
Oh, not oh. this again. Hey, guys, what's going on? Hey. And you only have 60-yard drives because that's yep, all Yeah, we can all hear you, you Graham, <laughs> even though Paul's right, continuing to talk. But. So I wanted to talk about Mike DeSicchi because oh, he's a fellow Southern Reason alumni. But uh, this Toby Meyer stuff really uh, – I just don't see why he would want to hear you. Yeah, well, tough connection, uh, Graham. Listen, Maybe yeah. call back after the break. It, it seems like every third call we have is a bad connection. I think it's us. I, I think thought it was a I line. Think, I think Isn't it's one you. of the – it's, it's one line three on our end. Can we skip line three and send them to line four? No, we don't. We can't do that. No, they call me in as as they All come right. in. Oh, so we only oh. have three lines. So that's why people always get busy signals when they call us. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, we'll take a break. Uh, Graham, maybe you want to call back after the break. We um, well, if we calls back now, it'll have to be on line three because the <laughs> other two lines are taken. So. Graham's in a tough spot. We'll be right back after this. Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Isn't it time to get exactly what you want? Welcome to Red Hot Deal Days from Verizon, where you get your pick of our best deals. Like my plan, where you can pick the perks you want and save on every one. For limited time, bring your own phones to a Verizon store and you can get my plan for our best price ever. Get exactly what you want in your phone plan and only pay for what you need. Bring your phones to your Verizon store today and get my plan. These deals won't last. It's your Verizon. What's up, everybody? Maddie here. Instead of rubbing it in your faces with the highlight montage, trust me, it was not good this week. Let's listen to Mac Jones on Patriots Monday on WEEI. Uh, we've talked to you now uh, the last few weeks. Uh, the record has not gone in the direction you guys want. You're one and four. The points have gone in the wrong direction from 20 to 17 to 15 to three to now zero yesterday. Uh, you've told us before it's going to get better. It has not. Uh, you said you're going to watch tape, uh, and I'm sure you guys are, but that hasn't seemed to help either. Why Why should we and fans believe that things are going to get better? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is, you know, just trying to figure out the root cause to each of the issues, and um, that's playing better as a team, playing better for me as a quarterback, and um, we just didn't have the answers to the test yesterday, and uh, you just got to move forward in this league. That's what it is. You, you can't look back. You got to move forward, and I'm not happy with anything nobody is, and um, it starts with me as the quarterback. So, Mac, you you say there that you didn't have the answers to the test, and I believe in your appearance with the media after yesterday's game at the podium. At one point, you said something about not not being ready to go, feeling like you're not ready. Um, is that a answer about the game plan going into these games? Um. I think for us, like I always say, every game's different. And um, as a quarterback of the offense, I want to go out there and score on the opening drive. And it's frustrating when that doesn't happen. And like I said, you just want to find the root cause to why it's not happening. And then from there, you have to problem solve um, and figure out, hey, what can we do better? What can I do better? Um, obviously, it's been a trend for a few years around here and um, just has to be an improvement. And uh, that'll really help us get off to a better start in the games. Mac, yesterday and then again today, Bill said uh, that it's time to start over, that the plan was to sort of start over. Um, do you think it's uh, time to start over for you personally? Do you think that uh, starting over this season is something that's even feasible after five weeks and everything in the preseason, all that leading up? What does that sort of mean to you, and how do you plan to do that? 
yeah, I think I think the biggest thing is being all in together, and um, obviously it's not um, looking great right now, and we got to really look in the mirror and figure out you know, how we can respond to adversity, and I think we have the potential and talent to do that, and um, obviously we have to go out there and do it. So it's hard when everything's you know, not going great, but at the end of the day, we have a lot of football left to play, and um, I know there's a lot of fight in the team and in my teammates. Have you ever been on a team before that sort of had like a reset like this early on in the season? Um, I mean, that's a great question. I think everyone, you know, has played sports for a long time, and uh, they'd be lying if they said every year was perfect, right? So um, I think that's the important part is understanding that sports brings a lot of adversity, and um, as a team, you have to be all in together um, and challenge and face the challenge, excuse me, and um, that's going to be a very big part for us. Um, it has been the last couple of weeks, and we, you know, have to do better, and I have to do better, and um, it's going to start with with practice. Along those lines, going back to high school, before high school, youth sports is is this the most challenging stretch for you as a quarterback that you can remember? Yeah, I think for for everybody, like I said, sports has a lot of adversity. Um, there's a lot of emotion around everything, and. Um, for me, it's about what's my situation right now and how can I get better and how can I help the team win. And um, that's just by being me and going to work every day, working hard and bringing guys with me. And I can do a much better job of that in terms of um, just being me and uh, bringing guys along. So you have to fight. Um, there's no time to feel sorry. And um, we do have to reset and come up with a game plan and attack it. We're talking to Patriots quarterback Mac Jones here on a Patriots Monday on weei i asked you this last week mac after you were benched against dallas uh benched again yesterday have you been told you're the starter this week well we, we were off today so obviously i'm going to focus on you know watching all the tape i can and i'm really just looking forward to trying to come up with a game plan of what i can do better and that's what i do every week and i've done that every week since i've been in the nfl so um i know that there's a we haven't done great on offense, and there's a lot of uncertainty surrounding everything. But at the end of the day, I got to go out there and um, focus on what I can control. Do you think you deserve to be the starter? Since you haven't heard yet, do you think you deserve to be the starter? I think the biggest thing, like I said, um, it's focusing on how do I get better, right? What what are the issues here? What what have I done in the games that hasn't put us in a great spot, and and how can I do better? And um, that's what you focus on, right? You have to get back to one play at a time, um, focusing on what's your job, you know, how can you do it really well to help the team? And I think that's for everybody. And, um, of course, I'm going to try and be the same guy and be me and bring guys along with me. So that's very important. Um, and I know that I can do it, and I just have to go out there and, and bring the guys with me. Uh, there was a report last week from the NFL Network, uh, pregame actually, about last week, that Bailey Zappi got increased reps during the week. Uh, were your reps affected in practice in any way last week? Um, every week's different. I think the biggest thing for me is take advantage of what you can and what you have. Um, and at the end of the day, I've gotten a lot of practice reps with a lot of these guys and feel really comfortable with the different guys. And um, we just have to continue to work, whether it's the walkthroughs, um, practice, extra meetings, all that stuff. So we've been doing that. Uh, just like I said, we didn't have the answers the test here and we just got to find ways to put a better product out there mac looking at some of the stats from yesterday your time to throw right now about 2.6 seconds on average from yesterday 
How are you feeling about your ability to process and get the ball to who you need to behind the offensive line right now? Yeah, um, like I said, we're just trying to figure out, hey, what's the what's the root cause um, of some of this stuff, and how can we put more points up? And and really, it, it starts with running the ball, and, and we can do it. And um, we have a good offensive line; they're fighting up there, doing a good job. It's just we got to establish the run and and all that stuff. But um, yeah, it, it's it's got to improve um, from my standpoint. How can I get the ball to the open guy? Um, that's what I'm going to focus on, and um, we we got to look at it on tape and figure out ways that we can do better. Mac, there was a report yesterday from uh, Henry McKenna at Fox Sports, and it was not a quote from you, but it said a, a source close to you uh, had a quote about no matter how good of a cook you are, you cannot make garbage taste good. Uh, again, this wasn't something that was attributed to you, but I wanted to give you a chance to sort of respond to that since people are going to sort of talk about it a lot here, and it's been uh, something that your name's attached to. Yeah, I, I didn't see that. I don't do social media, but... Um, yeah, I try to stay off and uh, eliminate the noise, and I, mean, I, I disagree with that. I think we have a really talented group of guys that I've been fortunate to work with uh, this whole offseason and through the season. Some guys, you know, for three or four years, and I've been, been a part of a great organization. So I definitely disagree with that, and um, I didn't hear that or see that. Like I said, I never try to focus on the outside noise. Uh, I know you're frustrated, and the team's frustrated. What about people in your personal life? You know, family, uh, friends. Like, are they are they frustrated with the situation? Yeah, I've never come on here in the media and talked about my personal life. So, I think the biggest thing is um, everyone's in this together. Like I said, and we have the right people to do it. It's, it's football, right? That's that's what you want to do. You want to bring your team together, and and that's what I'm going to focus on in terms of my football life. I believe it was Hunter Henry yesterday who, after the game, Max said that mood in the locker room, just it wasn't great, understandably, two back-to-back -to -back tough losses. You talk about turning the page and putting this behind you. Is that becoming more challenging now? And who do you guys look to in the locker room to try to figure out where to start on just burying these two weeks? Um, I think just learning from it and... Um, it's always a learning experience whether you win or lose. And at the end of the day, you got to move forward. Like I always say, every week's a new week. And, um, you know, tomorrow we'll get more information on how we're going to do it. And I believe it comes from everybody, the coaches, players, and we all can do a better job. And it starts with the leaders of the team and, um, you know, the captains and everybody. So we definitely have a big challenge on our hands. And I'm going to take the positive route, like I said, the past couple weeks. And, try and figure out ways to win football games i wanted to ask you mac about uh bill o'brien i saw you guys talking on the bench a couple of times during uh the game yesterday what were sort of those conversations like i know you're not going to tell us exactly what you said but what was kind of the tenor of those conversations and do you feel like there's still uh, a good relationship there yeah um ob has done a great job this year uh just trying to talk through some things on the sideline and like i said we just it was a rough day on the farm and um, didn't really have a lot of answers for the test, and that's something that we're trying to improve, and how can I do that better as a quarterback? So um, we're definitely communicating, and, and everybody's trying to work hard to work together. Uh, did you agree with the decision to punt on fourth and three, down 24 nothing early in the third quarter? Um, I mean, I don't really comment on things things like that. I think, I mean, we shouldn't be in that position, so it's hard to hard to say, right? You want to be in a competitive game, so... 
um, yeah, I won't. I don't comment on those things. Do you like? Do you like going for? I mean, I, I'm sure you'd want the ball in your hands on on fourth down and the ability to go for it, though, right? I've heard a lot of quarterbacks say that. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for for any quarterback, me included, is we're all very competitive, right? <laughs> but there's so much that goes into you know, game management and things like that, and, and and that's really the head coach's job. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no! Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture-proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. And now, great moments in... History. They had, she had one where she was talking smack about Drew Bledsoe. I'll send that to you. What? Oh, oh, now it's on. Now it's on. Now, now, now it's it just got, Drew Bledsoe. Now Whoa, it's, now it's definitely from? a thing. <laughs> no, but all I saw, I mean, I saw like Megan had like a yeah. hundred different clips of her just screaming. No. But they had just won. Like, no. what is she supposed to do? Ugh, not go to the library? <laughs> face. <Ugh>. Face. <laughs> wow. Now it's her face. Oh, like just Shade yeah. and Freud. I just want her to. Yeah. I'm sorry. What was that word? She's the girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Not the wife. How's it say? Schadenfreude. <laughs> I was going to say, he went over two. He, he, he said it two different ways. Neither one of them was correct. Schadenfrocken. All right. What? All right. <laughs> That's another great moment from All right. Back here on Patriots Unfiltered, 855-PASS-500 is the ace ticket hotline web radio at Patriots.com. Bridgestone is the official tire of the New England Patriots, and Bridgestone tires are now on sale. Oh, this is old copy. The sale is over, but visit SullivanTire.com for Bridgestone Tires and to find a location near you. So And maybe there'll be another sale. Oh, wait. Here, here comes oh, Matt oh, Morell. Oh, we have new copy. Just in. Just we'll get, in. We'll get that in post. Yeah, Bridgestone is the... It's the same copy. <laughs> it's the same thing. Oh, my God. The sale's over, but... Go to SullivanTire.com for Bridgestone Tires. Tell they're, them Fred sent you. They're good tires. Um, I just want to let people know. I, I see the emails. I know a lot of them are saying the same thing. They want to change. So I'm not going to read them all because they're all the same. But I'm, you know. But what change do they want? Bill? Yeah, or Bill. Mac or Bill? Bill. Bill. Um, but I'm not going to get into everyone because they're all the same. And But I hear you. It's not like I'm ignoring you. No, because, we talked about yeah, it a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I just want to get that out there because there's a ton of them. I mean, a ton. Um, so trying to find ones that are a little bit different, you yeah. know. Write something a little different. Yeah. Somebody. Uh, but let's get to the phones. Uh, we'll get to um, Tim in Boston. What's up, Tim? Tim in Boston. Hey, guys, can you hear me? Yes. Hey, hey Tim. All right, yeah. Um, so I just feel like I got tricked into feeling optimistic this offseason, and, you know, now I get this feeling of how could, how could we be so stupid? Like, of course the O-line was going to be a disaster with the group. Like, the receivers won't be enough. Mac can't elevate them. Like, do you guys feel that, like, in retrospect, was there ever anything to actually be optimistic about, or should we have seen this come? Well, I think in our defense, last year was such a terrible offensive, you know, offense period like how it was put together I think we were all kind of blinded by just how inept it was and we didn't you know and, and maybe that blinded us a little bit to other issues that were also on the team but I, I think we were all kind of aware of what was happening I think we just all kind of assumed that Bill O'Brien will, will wave well, his wand to make it better listen they were what eight and nine last year right yeah 
and the offense wasn't good, but we thought pretty much the same cast of characters. Bill, you know, Bill O'Brien comes in. Yes, the schedule's going to be a little yeah. tougher, but we'd see yeah. an improvement in the offense. We upgraded Jacoby I didn't think Myers. There, I didn't think going in this season that the record would I'll be that you. much better. <laughs> you know, I thought, you know, maybe you could muster 10 wins, but that was highly optimistic. I thought we'd be, you know, 9 and 8, 8 and 9 again. Yeah. But we'd see a better offense, something to build on going forward. And we're not even seeing that. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so I was optimistic to that degree, and I'm losing that optimism. I, I think, think the offensive line in particular, as much as I have gotten on them about the Cole Strange pick, you're just thinking a vacuum. Cole Strange is in year two is going to be a better player. Right. Mike Onwenu just getting hurt and then really being ineffective, that's something that you didn't anticipate coming in. So yeah. uh, for me, I, the offensive line play in general and just how how bad it really has been, I figured they'd have to work around a bad right tackle. We, we knew that coming into the year, but I thought the other four spots would be steady, would be solid. They have multiple spots that are, are falling apart on the offensive line. And so I think that that's like where, you know, other than the, the Juju Jacoby thing, like that's like the biggest – I guess yeah. misstep. Yeah, yeah. My my fear was that you, just by changing coordinators, I thought it would it would be better too. I mean, I but that was really the only improvement they made. They didn't really improve the personnel, and I worried about it yeah. because in general, Mike Paul worries about everything. Yeah, well, that's Paul, good. and I like how you you brought up a few times where you said, you know, if you look at last year's stats and this year's stats, people are going to be upset because they're not much different. They're worse. They're getting worse. Yeah, they're yeah. well, now they're worse, worse yeah. over yeah. the last two games. Yeah. But. Hey, uh, bottom. At yeah. bottom. Thanks, thanks Tim. Um, let's go to Andre in Atlanta. What's up, Andre? Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Hey, Andre. Can you hear me? Uh, kind of. You're a little muffled. Maybe you want to change your angle. Okay. Yeah, listen. So I was listening to the uh, podcast, the picks on Friday, and it was uh, me and my wife. And she's a Saints fan. And um, so, you know, we listened to it and everything and picked and all that. Now, I was very optimistic. Now, after the game, uh, we brought it back home. I was pissed and everything. Of course, she was happy. And I, I said something to her, and then she was all like, oh, how my ass tastes. And, you know, from, from Fred, from how you said <laughs> what the hell's going on? What is happening? So right. his wife said, "How does my ass taste?" Yeah, I, I'm a def- definitely on Andre's end. Yeah, no, that is. I don't know what happened there. But, uh, his yeah. wife ripped I, the phone out. I, like, You're not supposed to tell that story. I don't think that that was going in any in any more directions we yeah. needed it to go. In. Uh, Christian's in L.A. Um, and he says the line still sounds bad. What's up, Christian? Yeah, hey guys, the line. Yeah, the line sounds really bad. I don't know if it's on my our side or your side. Probably our side. Everything's bad right now. Yeah. But go ahead. Make your point. Let's just do it. Yeah, yeah. Really quickly, from the fans' perspective, I wanted to say that I've been a fan of this team, a diehard fan of this team since 1979, which means I've been through the bad times. I've also been through the good times. You know, a lot of us who are just fans, we give our blood, sweat, tears, and money to this team and, and to the whole program. And when the product gets to a point where tanking would be an upgrade for us, I believe Mr. Kraft has a responsibility to the people that are just, you know, we're not millionaires, we're just guys getting by, just trying to make it through the week. And the hope that having a good team gives you, I know 
Yeah. But when it gets to a point where tanking would be an upgrade, it feels like we have to make a move. Yep. Okay. And thank. Thank you. I the, the line was just really bad. Yeah. But yes, when you get to the point where you think you have to tank, you're you're in the cellar. That's when teams make moves. You know. I get it. It's, I mean, it was. Yeah. I mean, I, it was when they were bad in the '90s. Though it was you never like had a reason to get excited before that, so it was just kind of like you just kind of accepted it. Yeah, yeah that's what makes this a little. Hey, different. hey Matt, um, before I forget, put put a ticket into help desk about these lines. That's ridiculous. It's a it, to me. It's just it's a quiet tank. Like you got a quiet tank. I'm not at, telling them to like go out there and not try. Like nobody's saying that. But adding to this team and like taking resources away from the future to add to the team, I, I just don't really see where that gets yeah. you. And I also just think if you are moving on from Bill at the end of the year, it's probably a more attractive job for the GM and the coach coming in if you basically just have a clean slate, you know, yeah. clean, clean books, your whole like allotment of draft picks, and you just kind of starting over from scratch. Yeah, that's definitely easier to do than than have to you know. Uh, work the cap and do all these yeah, different I mean, things. we've mentioned that before though you know with with just there's a lot of turnover coming on the offensive line no tight ends are under contract you know there's i mean you have basically one running back under contract next year so there's a lot of opportunity between the cap space the money you could you know theoretically have to spend that you know someone could really come in here and probably you know put their stamp on, on yeah. the offense. uh spee and fresno writes in at web radio at patriots.com there are a lot of mysterious unanswered questions in patriots history huh. the butler benching the jimmy g situation tom bill robert dynamics toward the end stork's wetness problem what a journeyman is and now it's clear <laughs> we're going to be saddled with yet another mystery whether max downfall was a mac thing or a bill thing mm -hmm. the answer truly is both even if you've generally tended to point at Mac, as I have, you have to acknowledge that the situation has set him up to play this miserably. He's gone the way of Derek Carr, and it's genuinely sad. David Carr. I think he's probably meant that. It's ridiculously unfair and unsafe and stupid to put a middling-ish quarterback in a middling-ish situation. Together, they're less than the sum of their parts. I fart in Bill's general direction. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> That's a Monty that Python was... thing. Very interesting. Yeah, that's a quote from Monty Python. Yeah. Anyway, it's 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 tough when you look at it through perspective too. That like a lot of their you know receivers and weapons are kind of cast off from other teams. Like Parker, Miami's willing to trade him in the division. Kasicki couldn't find a role. Um, you know, Juju you was have, almost out yeah. of the league. You know, Bourne was like the fourth option in San Francisco. You know, they're just there's nothing. There's nobody out there that they really are. Had a, a teams clamoring for them, or you know, it's everybody's leftovers like yeah. piled onto one team. Yeah, except for you know the guys you drafted like Ramondre that you know you thought were good and you know just haven't really been able to get going. I just, just feel like the, the the overall like talent evaluation of the skill players specifically on offense, it, it, you did take a receiver in the second round last year, a and maybe Tyquan Thornton is going to come back and he's going to be a better player than he was as a rookie, but it didn't look so hot as a rookie, granted in an offense that we all agree was a mess. But it, you could have had a lot of good receivers last year in the draft that would have been better players than him. You can talk about, like, evaluating Juju, evaluating Gesicki, like those guys on a pro, on a pro level. Like, did you really think that those guys were, were going to move the needle? Like, I don't think all of us felt the same of like, okay, well, it's kind of the same talent level and there's really still no number one. There's really no game changer or coverage tilter in this offense still. And, and that's basically what it's been. And I just, I wonder 
is that fixable? Like, is it fixable to improve the evaluation of offensive talent? Yeah. I, I think it's fixable Everything. if the person in charge is willing to listen to the people who scout these people. Like, I'm wondering, like, Matt Grill and them. I'm with you. So you think Matt, Matt Gr- but like, you, like who was Ty, like Tyquan Thornton was not a bill pick. I like Tyquan Thornton is 175 pounds soaking wet. Like the the priorities for the Patriots in the in the passing game. Julian Edelman was on with Colin Coward yesterday, and he said, "Get open, catch the ball, and run block." So he doesn't check probably one of their biggest boxes. I'm still concerned that I don't think it's the scouting department. I think it's Bill. I just I don't see Bill. I don't see like Nikhil Harry. I could see that being all Bill. Tyquan Thornton. I I don't see how his profile like projects to what especially Bill when Macro says if you want a faster team, draft fast players. You know, and that's what they did. They right. did. Well, if that's the case, and if it was a mistake on the scouting team, then you might need to start fresh there too. When you bring uh, in, well, you I don't think there's any question. You, you need to start said fresh it. There, you but, said it. Yeah. But the, the part with Bill, like to me, it's less about the evaluation as it is how he wants to play, and I have that stuck in my head. And mm. until someone proves it differently, I think he wants to play 17, 13 games, leaning on defense and special teams, and running the ball, and not. Yeah, I don't think he respects the way the game is played now. I don't yeah. think he thinks that's real football. Yeah. And he doesn't want to win that way. Um, you've what? heard you've heard railing against the win. Yeah. He's railing against the forward pass. <laughs> Not so much the forward pass as <laughs> the, the Madden like I know. But I know. in the, but know? in 07 like, you know, like why why well, like you got because he was on an FU tour. <laughs> but yeah. when you be why. when you be excited about be where a... the NFL is right now like Jalen Hurts is fun to watch. Mahomes is fun to watch. Oh. Like these dual threat quarterbacks are so fun to They're watch. They're also immensely talented. You know talented. who's fun to yes. watch is San <laughs> yes. Francisco. I mean, I just like enjoy watching San Francisco because it's so those two linebackers oh, yeah. they, they scare me. They're awesome. I mean, and they just They're have the creative the top of the five yeah. weapons where it's like we you can do so much and you yeah. cover everybody and all of a sudden O'Kyle Every use play check is, is out there. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it, it doesn't have to be like a big you know, it's not just one guy. It's like they just the way they've built their team. It's 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 they're the model franchise right now. And I don't know, you know, I, I was laughing the other night though. I was thinking they're going, oh man, Kyle Shanahan's lucky. Brock Purdy came around so we can make Kyle Shanahan. Well, you know, <laughs> and I love I love that they're getting Debo back into the running game a little bit. I love that. There's so it's, many problems to deal with. It's insane to think like, hey, they almost had Mac Jones, but I'm wondering if Mac Jones in that same spot would look the same as Brock Purdy. I think I don't think so. I, I think it'd be close. I think he'd be better, but not as good. I think Purdy might be. A diamond so? in the rough. I think. I mean, look at his record; it's undeniable. But I think long term, we could be talking about a Hall of Famer. But how much? Of really? It, yeah. The how problem much? is, is like their stats offensively are the same as they were with Jimmy G. Yeah, but what does he do wrong? Is that right? Yeah, because it doesn't seem like this was the kind of offense they had when Jimmy G was winning every yeah. game. Yeah, I mean, they're like in terms of like efficiency, it's like marginally better with with Brock Purdy. I, okay, but I, I, I don't I'll see I'll trust him. you. Now, I'll also say that Jimmy didn't have McCaffrey. Right. You know, but, like, it seems to me, like, they just score the first three times they have the ball every game. Yep. Yeah. And he never turns it over. Never. Jimmy always turned it He's over, like, even at his best. I Like, he is Mr. Efficiency. Like, but you're telling me he isn't? No, I'm telling you, he's one of the most efficient quarterbacks in the league, and so is Jimmy in that offense. And it, that's just the, like the offense is incredible. Like right. they, they not you know every single button, you know, box to check. Like offensive line, receivers, scheme. Like all they, they have it all. 
Yeah. They have literally everything that you could possibly want. They have so many good receivers yeah. that they can't even get them all on but, the field. But yeah. for a guy to just come in the league like he did, I mean, you know, Jimmy had three, four years to just watch. He just came in and just started winning from the get-go. I don't know. I, he I know. might have that special thing. It's it's just you know? it's just such an interesting contrast after spending you know so many arguments of Bill and Tom and who got the credit and all that and you know and you have to respect what Purdy's doing, but it also just illustrates like when you have a right quarterback, but he's really surrounded with talent that we don't even know how good Brock Purdy really is mm-hmm. just because everybody right. around him is so good, and so we don't all- know how good Matt could be. We, yeah. we honestly I, that, don't. No, I think that's We honestly true. don't, in true. all fairness. I feel like I'm on my Twitter feed now. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like so. so never his fault. I feel like if I you. Didn't, no, I he, know you yeah, did, yeah, not yeah. just. <laughs> it's like if, if Mac had, you know, his same offensive line from Alabama, he had Devontae Smith, he had at least half of the talent that was with him at Alabama. You could be good. <laughs> and that's not I'm disrespect sure that's what to Mac's you. saying to himself, too, yeah. though. Like, I just, that's what I was thinking watch Mac, yeah. Because I'm not convinced that if he had all of that, he'd be great. Because I think part of it is the defense. And they have played good defenses in the yeah. early going. That's yeah. one one thing that I'll give Mac. I mean, Dallas is good defensively. New Orleans is good defensively. The Jets are not only good defensively, they know you inside and out mm-hmm. because they've played you so many times. Yeah. Like, they've played against good defenses, too. I, I, I don't know if Mac would be this elite top five MVP caliber quarterback with all the things improved, but they didn't even try to improve it for him like they didn't even try to to follow the book and the book is like so clear it's every single young quarterback they're following the same script in this league and all those guys are are playing well for the most part following the same script like you draft the quarterback and then you you throw every single you know big time resource that you have at the talent around them on the offense and every single quarterback that's had that luxury to a hurts Josh Allen, like you can just go down the list of guys that when they load up on offense around the quarterback, it has benefited all of those guys, mm-hmm. and they had just haven't done that. They they've completely neglected it. Just where I include the part Except about Brock Purdy that I played against his father in college. Oh really? Oh, really? Mr. Purdy? Wow. Sean. Sean Purdy. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Did you yeah. strike him out? You sit him down? No, he pitched for Miami against yeah. us. That's yeah. pretty cool. You take him. Take him long. No, we lost. Oh. <laughs> um, Tyler and Providence. Um, Belichick is a legend in the league and the best coach of all time, but it's starting to feel like he is quiet quitting the position as head coach. His replacement plan for Brady was a washed Cam Newton. His drafting since then included a mediocre guard in the first round from a lower-tier school, a second-rounder with less meat in his bones than a lobster roll, and multiple (laughs) kickers. He even traded down when Christian Gonzalez was on the board but had to take him so it wasn't too obvious what he was doing. The team also is coming out flat each week and doesn't seem prepared to play. Obviously, this is a joke, and all great things come to an end eventually. The team really isn't good this year, and hopefully Belichick receives the respect he deserves as he retires at the end of the season. Also, this is the most important part of the email. When Fred finally goes downhill and loses his (laughs) fastball, is there a succession plan in place for PU? I just don't want the show to be caught with its pants down and Big Head coming back as our Cam Newton. Imagine like what the the, the, the PU version of Juju would be. Like, oh, we got this this new guy. We're swapping out Deuce, but we're upgrading him. (laughs) Pretty sure on the the PU version of Juju. Got no burst, (laughs) nothing. I do, I don't I know the emailer was like tongue in cheek about the quiet quitting thing, but I know your shows are big on this, Paul. Like, is he is he putting as much effort into it as I, uh, he used to? I, like, I, I, in, 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 I like wouldn't blame him for it, right? Like, he's seventy years old, but is he is it like is he on the 
the stuff that he used to be on? Is he in here all day and well, all like night the, grinding like, film like, and like, like Coco's pills? You mean? Or? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I got to give credit to a friend of the show, Boston Cream, who uh, coined uh, Bella checked out. <laughs> <laughs> I thought yeah. it was kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, well, I, and I don't know the answer to that. No. But, you know, anecdotally, you look at the days off and stuff during, like, you know, looked at, well, yeah, we don't need all the OTAs. Well, you know, we're going to have a day off. I think some of it is, is CBA related that we still don't really understand all mm -hmm. the different um, minutia that, that's involved with that. But that's what people point to when they say he's not in, as invested as he once was. Yeah, I, I think that's baloney. Okay. Um, Alex and Concord, um, just want to say, long-time listener to the show, I'm, so, I'm sad to hear the optimism out of Fred, who has always been so high on the Patriots no matter what. I, I think he means the lack, lack of, of optimism. Right. Huh. However, I found something to be happy about this weekend during the game. It was about halfway through the third quarter when I decided to leave and go grocery shopping with my spouse. I found the Holy Grail, soap with a slot. <laughs> I couldn't believe my eyes. A whole section of different soaps and scents dedicated to saving soap. The soap of the slot was conveniently located next to the dog saliva hand wipes for when your fingers get covered in buffalo sauce. So there you go. What is happening? Yeah. That's great. Oh, man. So we I still done. have Wait till December. We're going to be like knee deep in soap with a slot in December when it's uh, getting bleak. I got it's, a feeling, though, we're going to have a lot of uh, things to talk about well, in the offseason. It's <laughs> hard to even like, t like, you know, I joked in the meeting earlier about Caleb Williams, but like it's hard to even like do that path because I'm just – who's the who's going to be in charge here next yeah. year right yeah. and like yeah. if it's bill again are they just going to roll like i don't even know if they're going to take the quarterback in the top five like i don't know if they're going to take any any of these guys that i think are all all have like individual talents like drake may i think is an interesting uh, prospect Penix, i think is an interesting prospect but is that even what they're going to do or are they going to draft some left tackle we've never heard of? Like, oh. you willing to go Penix lefty? I can't. Do I can't do lefties. I've already, I've already, lefty. I've already put that out there that I was like, a my bad eyes just can't adjust to lefties. <laughs> uh, but, but Penix is a gamer. I mean, that guy's got a cannon. No, he's good. And he's he's good also player. been in college like twelve years, but he's good. He is that would be good. painful if they decided to keep Mac Jones and drafted a left tackle that I have to Google, Google your school. I no. well, the, the Google your school thing, yes, but I mean, I just you can't replace the whole team next season and that's why unless you could maybe get one of those top two quarterbacks i i i do wonder if it's better spent on a left tackle of the future and you know and, and finally maybe put some pieces around mac for his last year or two they're gonna oh. they're, no. if it's bill running the ship they they're definitely gonna trade down if they have a pick oh, that's God. that valuable at the top of the draft they'll trade down and, and to get you know 17 picks out of it and then they'll take some left tackle or something like that and like that that's so that's why, like, I'm not going to go here and be like, Caleb Williams, Drake May, like, which one do I – because, A, we're not there yet, really, five weeks into the season. But, B, I, I just don't even know if that's the path they're going like to what I've seen from Will Greer, Fred. Uh -huh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Steve, uh, in Nelson, New Zealand, a uh, question that needs to be asked of our goat of a head coach and for it to have the right impact, we need a sacrificial lamb. Oh. Now, it can't be the ladies, Alex or Tamara, because Bill is too much of an old-school gent, would never get mad at a lady. It can't be Evan, because he's the next OC, and Bill respects <laughs> his football IQ. No, he doesn't. It can't be Paul, because we all know Bill has a man crush on Paul. So it has to be the baby-faced king of sneaky snark, Mike. Oh, i got to jump on the grenade. What is it? The question that Mike has to pose to Bill, and please don't let him off the hook, uh -huh. is, Bill, in what ways do you feel football has changed in the last 20 years from an offensive point of view 
Now, de if delivered in the right tone, our GOAT head coach will, of course, read the undercurrent to the question and wax lyrically about how football should be played and that pounding the ball is the way forward. Just do your job, Mike, and ask that question. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm just kind of focused do. on the Raiders. Yeah. Mm. And there it is. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I thought so you good. had something caught in your throat. Uh, that was so good, Paul. Kyle um, he used to be in Korea, south, mm. but I'm not sure if he's still there. Hopefully but anyway, he's not in the north now. Yeah, he doesn't say. Be, uh, maybe he moved back. I know it's still early in the season and also still early in Max's career, but I'll ask anyway. This one is for the grizzled vets, Fred and Paul. Fred, rank the Patriots starting quarterbacks in your lifetime and stop when you get to Mac Jones. And Paul, rank the worst Patriots team ever and stop when you get to this one. Oh, this one's not even close. Yeah. I mean, I might change that at the end, right. the end of Yet. the year. But, <laughs> but, like, the Rod Rust year to oh, me yeah. is I, – I, can I eliminate all the 60s and early 70s that I was never – You never shouldn't. Saw. No. But I don't, oh, I don't you have any idea. Them. All right, right. right. I started basically in 76, and they went 11-3. and three, So yeah. I was like you. I started watching the team when <laughs> uh, they were good. But the Rod Rust year was, what, 1990? I think so. 1-15. They had a Coach Mack year that they went 2-14. and 14. Those would be my two that I would start with. Talk and about no talent. I mean. 2000. Belichick's 2000 team had no talent. Mm. And then rank the quarterbacks. I'm easily Brady and then Bledsoe. That's one and two. Right. No doubt about that. Then I would probably cool. go Grogan. Wow. Well, Grogan had his stint. But, like, if you just think about it, was Eason a better QB? I don't think so. No? No. I think you could probably make an argument for it, but I wouldn't. I would say Grogan was better. Okay. Some people think Grogan was better than Bledsoe, which is uh, well, come on, yeah. you know. Paul, some some people like up. interceptions. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's was, okay, was a lot of excitement in that. <laughs> Mac Jones or Tony Eason? <laughs> Mac Jones or Tony Tony Eason? Okay, start us. So we haven't got to Mac yet. You putting Grogan over Mac? Oh yes. Okay, so Mac Castle. Mac Castle over Mac. He could run. It's only one year though. Cameron yeah. Newton. Cam oh, Newton? No, no, Mac would be over Cam Newton. <laughs> okay. But not in uh, – I'm going to get a text. Yeah, I'm as a Patriot, a you're right. From our friend. Yeah, as a Patriot, you're right. Um, what, ab <laughs> what about – Do you have that? Oh. What yeah, about in the, in the few starts that he had, Zo Scott Zolak in Mac Jones? Oh. Did Zolak play more games than just like those – like how many games did he start? I think it was just like oh, four. I, I, I think I got Zoe. Like Zoe beat San Francisco that oh, year. Oh, it was a big win wow. for Pete Carroll. I remember that. We that did was the, a huge win. We did the PFW cover with the Z. Yeah, tell them. Yeah. Tell them. Tell the so, kids. Tell so, the kids. Yeah, Freddy. so you know tell Zaro would leave his mark with the Z with his sword. Seven starts for Zoe. He doesn't I'm care. sorry. I was checking the He's checking getting me information. Fact check. I was fact checking. Seven starts? What was Seven his record? Seven starts. Uh, Four and three? 55 games. Um, he threw eight touchdowns and seven interceptions. Um doesn't say his, his record here. Let's see. Should have QB out. record. Okay. Oh, you didn't go All on right. pro football uh, reference. I'm, I'm there now. Thank you very much. Three and four. Uh, Who was the original quarterback for the Patriots? Um, what's his name? Babe Perilli. Babe Perilli. Butch Babe Perilli or Mac Jones. I have no idea. Which Songen was actually year one. I don't right. know who. The, I never saw those. Babe Perilli. I'm taking Babe Perilli. Yeah. So, I I mean, it's hard. Max like six, maybe. Number six. I just wish As of right now. I See, wish they had given him a, a real shot at it. Oh, Jim mm -hmm. Plunkett. I forgot about Jim Plunkett. 
That's old old career Jim Pope, right? Like late yeah, it's be pre oh, no, Raiders. Oh, he got drafted here. Oh, yeah. so then early. He went to the Raiders. Okay. And I don't remember which order. We traded him for a yeah. boatload of picks. Yeah. What about Jim Plunkett would be the guy that you want to point to if you're Mac Jones supporter because Jim Plunkett was drafted number one overall, came in, had no protection. The team was awful. Ran around for his life, got killed, and everybody said, "Bust." He stinks. Right. He's in the Hall of Fame. And then he went to the Raiders and won two Super Bowls. What are the odds that he finds a new home? Jim Plunkett? No, Matt Jones. <laughs> um, that's a good question. L- like, what is, what is his future in the NFL if mm. the Patriots jettison him? I, I, Backup quarterback. I think somebody will sign him, um, not as their starter, and yeah. it'll be up to him. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett. What would you? How would you stack him up against? I mean, I know Jacoby Brissett was here briefly, but better but than, he's gone be, on better to than Jacoby. Career. Better Brissett. than Jacoby Brissett, but like Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Hmm. Like right where some someone who gets stuck when the music stops and they don't have a chair. Yeah, and they. Oh, Baker Mac. Mayfield, and look what's happening. He's, he's. I mean, I don't think he's good played, for Baker too. I don't think he's played great. For, I, pr- but I t- predicted but Tampa's him. played well. <laughs> yeah. I just wish that they had given Mac a fair chance. Like maybe we ended up at this at this spot regardless. But, like, if they had really done it the right way and not saddled him with Patricia and not neglected the offense from a, a, a supporting cast standpoint and had done the Miami plan, had done the Philly plan, like, it just had done it the right way, like, what would it have looked like? I'm not saying yeah. it would have looked better. I'm not saying any – like, I'm not judging that. I'm just saying that from a, a fan's perspective, I just – I wish we had seen that version of this movie I instead of the way that's fair because then it would have been just like up to him and there would have been yeah. no excuses to be like oh, oh well he had been. this and that there was a great argument with um Dan Orlovsky and Rex Ryan yesterday oh Ugh. about that um you know Orlovsky said you don't think that if if you just put, if you put Mac Jones in for Brock Purdy it would look exactly the same and I thought Rex Ryan was going to fall off his chair <laughs> right he's <laughs> like are you serious and, and they were like oh you put his head that now and, and Rex Ryan he goes yeah corrected I said him. it when he was a rookie yeah, I said he was a pea, he had a pea shooter for an arm when he was a rookie and they're like yeah you know you're right you did, you did say that <laughs> you did say that Jim. yeah um, Mike in Duval says uh, Fred I respect your football knowledge your wit your insight but from working in the organization for as long as you have, you really are an asset. But please asset. recuse yourself from the following question. <laughs> I think you're too close to the forest to see from uh, through the trees. Everyone else. You don't know from the trees. Everyone else. Is it fair to say that Bill is perhaps one of, if not the greatest defensive mind slash defensive coach in the league has ever seen? But maybe, just maybe, the notion that he is the GOAT coach is a bridge too far. When he and Tom were together, they were considered the greatest to ever do it at their respective positions. When Tom left, his greatness was still very much on display. It has been for four years since then. Has Bills? If the answer is no, if he is really the GOAT coach, shouldn't there have been at least a modicum of his greatness as a head coach without the other GOAT? Uh, sure. So I, shouldn't there, you know, yeah. I get what he's yeah, saying. I get what he's saying, but yeah. I just also think, like, why does – the last five years have to be a reflection on the previous 30 years you know like is it possible that some bad decisions were made and you know he he, this isn't you know all along he's been actually just a terrible coach and you know he just like and I also just like why do we have to rank coaches like how what's your greatest coach of all time like what what makes a great coach I don't know it's it's like a really nebulous thing and I don't, I don't really care about, like, who the greatest coach is. Well, I think they're all good. Co- I think he's a really good coach. He's a Hall of Famer. I'm with you on this part of it. Like, who cares? No like, no listicles? 
<laughs> list, list them wherever you, you want to list them. I, I, I don't know what, what difference it makes. You know, I, you guys I, are supposed to be young and hip. That's what you're supposed to do on the uh, no. uh, on the internet now. Make do, a list. Do lists on your own time. I mean, I, I, I think I it's it's fun with players because you have stats and you have games and you know. But it's like no one knows for sure what a coach does. Like you're just kind of a bite. You're kind of there, standing on the sidelines as your teams do well or don't do well, and then you infer how much impact they did or did not have. Yeah, I used to say to Fred all the time, like, why you know people would get upset like when the the various scandals would come up, you know, like, well, this is going to spoil the legacy. But why would you care? Like, I, I'm not saying it's a good thing as a Patriots fan to have those things, but I'm saying if you think Bill Belichick is the greatest coach of all time and someone else doesn't, why would that bother you? Like, significantly, yeah. like where you're sort of losing sleep over, right? Like, like you demand that Kansas City Chiefs fans acknowledge that right. you're a coach, and is at the, the same like, time, if someone tells you, I think Andy Reid is better because I feel like he's had more success with various quarterbacks than Bill. Yeah. Why would that bother yeah. you? Mm-hmm. Like, you think Bill Belichick is the greatest coach. Have some, like, strengthen your conviction and just go with I, it. I, I do wonder with some of these people, though, that um, have seemingly so much, like, angst and anger towards Bill Belichick. Like, will they be supportive of him when, like, things are nice things are done for him, like in retirement, and they do, you yes. know, they, like, you know what I mean? Yes. Are they, are, are they, like, all of a sudden, these people that, you know, are just, like, cannot stop being mad at Bill Belichick for everything that he's done to their football team. Like, yes. will they, they'll all of a sudden be out there as for one the of Hall them, of Fame. Yes. It's like, great, it was amazing, even though because for five years you're gonna I did get nothing a different but curse bill. you. <laughs> you're going to get a different bill. Right. Oh, yeah. You'll get the, I, so you'll bill, get the top 100 when bill. They, when yeah. they're putting a statue of Bill in the plaza, he's going to come with a big smile on his face and yeah. he's going to thank the fans for all the support. Like, you know, remember the last game at Foxborough Stadium, Freddie? Yeah. You know, Bill was like, it yep. was like he was hosting a party. Oh, like, yeah. They, they were thank high you for fiving. coming. I'm like, yep. high-fiving people. It yep. was a whole different Belichick and that's what you in the back. Oh, <laughs> I, speaking as somebody that is Ted in that boat, Fleming. like, <laughs> thanks for all you've done. Pl- you know, Goodbye. I'll see you at the Hall of Fame ceremony, and I'll be there to to thank you for everything yeah, that you yeah. did. Yeah, you know, like it is not. It's nothing to do with the past. Yeah. Like it's not like bitter. Like That's why that. I, I like listening more to players talk about what makes him a good coach than you know just our outside perspective of well he won that game and this team was bad. No. And this, you know, like and I and I do to... listen to you know I think some of it is hyperbole, but I do listen to when players say. You know, I was on three different teams, and nowhere was the level of preparation or yeah. attention to detail ever. Or how he taught. Approaching yeah. what, what they did I'll, here. I'll yeah. never get when he first came here as a defensive guy under Parcells, and Lawyer Malloy during training camp said, this guy's a genius. He makes it so easy to understand mm-hmm. the defense. He makes it so easy, and I'll never forget that, you know, yeah. and— since then, you've heard guys say he's an amazing teacher. You don't see that part, I, and that's too bad. You know, I would love to – we've asked to mic him up during practice and everything like that, and, you know, we never get it. But it would be so great for fans to see how he teaches the game in the moment on yeah. the field, the little things that he – you know, we see him talking to guys, but we don't know what he's saying. That's And that's you know? the stuff, as a fan, I ate up. It's just Slants listening, listening, <laughs> listening to him talk to players on the field or standing in front of them – you know, without the kind of the the whatever you want governor he puts on when he's talking to the press right. because he doesn't want to say anything that's going to set off anything. Um, you know, those, that I mean, that's the stuff that really shows you what kind of coach he is. Not just they went six and twelve this year and blah blah. You know, like running down the stats and how the teams did. Like, I mean, of course it's part of it, and that's how everybody's judged. But there's so much more that goes into coaching that's interesting to me that we never see and that we you know judge it. But like at the end of the day. 
He's the coach. The players have to go on the field and do the right. thing. So, like, let's not lose you that know, for like, what it is. For certain guys, I think Bill Belichick is the perfect coach. Like, your guy, Rodney Harrison. Like, that was the perfect marriage for those two. Like, Rodney was no nonsense. We're here to work. You know, it's just us. No one's coming. You know, that type cool. of thing. And, you know, and Bill's a, you know, Bill was no nonsense. And it's all yeah. about football. And, and they were a perfect match. And other guys like that, you know. I do wonder if part of that's generational, though, too. Like, it, I just, I just, must, and it, me and Evan talk about it, it yeah. all the time. Is there, like, how many real killers, and I don't mean to say this, like, killers, killers, but, like, how many of those real toughest nails NFL players are there now like like that from yeah. the early 2000s when you went to every team and there's a Ray Lewis or you know those kind of guys that are just absolute animals on the football field and it's just you it just, just doesn't seem it's as much anymore different. like yeah I also just think like you know all these offensive players like they, they don't want to play the formula like they, they yeah. don't want to play Let's run the ball and let's possess it and let's not turn it over and let's like yeah. win Hit this. me deep. Hit me yeah, deep. Yeah, <laughs> right. Now, all these players come from the, the yeah. college game is wide yeah, open. Like seven all, seven. they just want to light up the scoreboard. Yeah. They, that's all they want to do. And if you're not, if you're being told over and over and over again, no, we're going to do things like this way and that like, and you know that it's conservative and you know that it's not going to score 30 points a game. That, that. Yeah. You kind of lose touch with that, right? And, like the players the don't th- buy in. And the only thing that appeases them if you're doing that is if you're winning championships. Right. Well, at least I'm getting rings every year, you know? Um, but when you're not, it's that's a tough sell. Yeah. Uh, let's get through some of these phone calls as we wrap up the show. Eldridge in North Carolina. What's up, Eldridge? <laughs> hey, woof. Hello, ladies. Five-car accident. Hi. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. Uh, Deuce. Yeah. Uh, Evan. Oh. Love what you're saying, Evan. But uh, Deuce, yeah. it ain't the coaching part. It's the team, excuse me, the GM part that's killing us. Yeah, you know, lack of talent. Right. And the persons, if, if I keep saying we're not there, been a lot of people there that we could have got. You never got. Just think, instead of getting uh, Harry, you got AJ Brown or DK. Brady probably been here for the last three years, but then whatever. But that's that. You know, you got Strange. You could have got uh, Avlay, <laughs> Watson, or whoever. It's just the pick. You keep picking the same guy. Yeah. And it's the talent level. Because when you play when you play them guys that you're supposed to get and they run over you, that's a slap in the face too. And that's how I would look at it. You know. We want the team competitive. We don't care I don't care if they lose thirty to twenty to twenty five or thirty to eighteen. It's how you look when you're playing. That's yeah. just the point. Yeah. You know, you know, that's what we're having problems with. Well I am. I don't know about nobody else. But I am. Yeah, I, I hear you. It's, you know, what 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 does it look like? You know, watch the game. Like, you know. Oh, I, it's hard. Yeah, <laughs> I know. No, I, I, I'm the butt joke of every joke. Uh, I used to be give them the butt joke, but now I'm the butt joke. Uh, I, hear, like I, I hear you. We, 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 we're the tune-up joke. We're the tune-up game. Yeah, we're, we're the get-right team. Yeah. <laughs> That's the new T-shirt. Get right with the Patriots. <laughs> um, I said after the – I thought of you when uh, they interviewed Derek Carr after the game. And they were like, oh, Derek, like, you guys finally scored, like, a little bit on offense. Like, what went right today? I'm like, Fred's right. We're the freaking get right game. Yeah. Like, you know, like, the Saints even got right you against it even the Patriots. Worse? Did you hear the answer? No. I'm not sure we should be overly excited about what we did today. We left a lot of points on the field. We had a ton oh, wow. of mistakes. They, they did. They had how many mistakes? Yeah. We, we stopped counting at like 11 penalties, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, they. It, it's like every time they had a third and three, they turned it into a third and seven. Yeah. 
you know, a th- a whatever, third and eight math, always tough for me. <laughs> yeah, to, to me, it was Dennis Allen just being like, wow, it's been a long time since we played this well in all three all phases. Three phases. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, Ken's in Providence. What's up, Ken? Uh, Tim. What? Twelve penalties, by the way, for the Saints. But, but uh, um, okay. my basic question is, um, if you guys were the GM and you have a top ten pick and you're the Patriots and we're not going with Bill next year, what are we doing? Are we taking a tackle? Are we taking a quarterback? Oh, if I'm doing whatever I can to get a quarterback. Yeah, whoever I like, I'm doing whatever I can to get him. Yeah, and I'm not sitting wherever I am and hoping that one falls to me. I'm going to get the quarterback that I want. I'm going to move up. And if I can't do it, I can't do it, but I'm going to die trying. Yeah. His name is Drake May. (laughs) Know the name. So you like him more than Caleb Williams? No, but Caleb Caleb Williams is going (laughs) 1 1. Okay. Yeah. Right. But if, like, it's Carolina. (laughs) Thanks, Ken. And they're not going to take him, they're going to trade it. So I want to be Carolina. Carolina doesn't have their pick. The Bears have both. Oh, is that right? The Bears have their pick. That's right. Yeah. I don't see the Bears drafting a quarterback. Well, I don't know. It's not going so hot for them either. The Bears could draft a quarterback. Carolina wouldn't but i forgot about that yeah that's uh, but you know in in general that's right you're the if the bears are either going to take caleb williams or they're going to sell that pick for an absolute boatload and i want it to be me okay i want want to be may oh my god Uh, if it's not caleb williams i want it to be may i I do like i like drake may too but Uh, i don't i'm not like like one more call let's go to dan and daytona what's up it's on line line three. three damn it Okay. All right. Sorry, Dan. Also, oh, there he was. Fred. I know, but it, maybe you'll call back. Again, maybe you'll call back on line sounds one. like line this one. is this is Radio America <laughs> during World War II. The Allies have crossed the border, and they're. <laughs> I think that the previous person was trying to tell you his name was Tim. Yes. Not Ken. My name is yes, Tim. He was. Oh, Ken in Providence? Yeah. Tim. Oh, it it Tim. clearly said Ken in Providence. Yeah, I but know, it's, but, but he was saying. Repeat yeah. their names back to them. So. Do you understand yeah. Rhode Island? Yeah, Rhode Island has a funny accent. It's. Ha- it's you ever notice that a lot of people in Rhode Island kind of have a New York accent a little bit? A little bit. New York yeah. and Boston whooped together. Is, is that yeah. right? Yeah. Whooped. Whooped. Yeah. I like you say that. All right. Uh, let's see. I guess that'll be it for Yeah, sure. Show. Yeah. Whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, but what, do you have a meeting? <laughs> Always. Always. All right. Always. So thanks, everyone. Again, uh, millions of emails. We only got to some of them. I appreciate you emailing in and um, engaging with the show. That's what makes this show special, I think. We read emails. I even convinced Hardy of that. He did great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Turned a leaf. Turned a leaf. He turned it into dinner theater. <laughs> yeah, but it was great. All right. Um, we will see you tomorrow, Wednesday. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts. The world's original.